I thought you were dead. Sun out of your eyes and be yourself. I heard you were dead. She's dead, wrapped in plastic. That man's dead back then. It was worse than dead. He must be dead. Is this a dead man, Duck? Hey, welcome to Roast Mortem Podcast. A Ooh, podcast yeah. that is always the number one Bing search result. My name is yeah. Tom. I'm Travis. <laughs> I am your Cody for this evening. And I'm Mike. And we Ooh, got a boy. hell of a show. Let's give Always it up for did. us, boys. We did it. We did it. We started, and now we're going to take you to a faraway land of weeks. Well, yeah. Oh, uh. weeks. How many, how strong are you? I don't even want to know. How weak are you? Tell me about it. Make me firm. Yeah, Mike, my- how weak are you? I'm very weak. Okay, tell us about how weak you are, and how was it, <laughs> the weakness you've been experiencing? My week so far. Uh, hmm. Wait, you can, you back, can, you can tell us how last week was, because <laughs> yeah. right. you weren't here. Right, 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 this is the new second. tradition. We're going to ask, uh, in total, every episode, it's, how was your week five times? We're going to ask Mike <laughs> first. He's going to ask <laughs> that we come back to him. That's Please. fine. Yeah, we'll do the circle and then end with Mike. I like this new tradition. Tradition starts with ideas, inspiration. Here we are. Got Travis, right. how was your week? Oh, my week. Oh, my week's been good. I made a roast, a little Yankee pot roast to connect myself with my origins. Okay. As oh, a Yankee. Nice. Wow. Uh, I also That's had a asparagus the other day because I've been dieting. I've been a dieting boy. Count my carbs. I ate this fucking thing, like one of those protein bars for the first time. Doesn't fill you up at all. It says the whole meal in a bar. That's a lie. That's nutritional, not actual gut volume. Um, But yeah, I had asparagus the other day. I forgot I had asparagus. And then I went to the bathroom and I thought that I had cancer of my penis. Did it? I realized that it was just a long green barb. That I your ate. penis? Now, oh, I see. Out of your hole came what seemed to be the finger of the Jolly Green Grinch. Am I right <laughs> <Yeah>. or wrong? <laughs> yeah, well, it was... Yeah, it kept going in and out. It was like reverse sounding. Right. Yeah, it does sometimes smell very bad. It smells like you are burning a, a cosplayer. Yeah. <laughs> that's, covered, that's in, the- covered in urine and uh, monster energy drink. It makes about the same sound of uh, that, too. Mm, yeah. Yes. Burning a cosplayer. Uh, it, it's the smell of, of uh, self-ordained autism and, and paint. It's you great know what stuff. You Cody, how was your week? Uh, my week was fine. Uh, yesterday, I did something a irresponsible 30-something-year-old should do and bought a bong from uh, the local head shop. You got a dab rig, Mike. You like uh, gas station CBD dab rigs? Um, yeah, they're, they're yeah, they're fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's they're uh, fun. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, is this what the kids do with their hands? Not that dab. Uh, it's oh, like, yeah, I do that too he, all the time. You get well. I've seen him do it. <laughs> yeah, he does it down the stairs. Just, <laughs> Every stair dab. Yeah. Oh, that's that's a workout, Mike. You 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 can film yourself doing that and sell workout tapes. Like stair dab aerobics, yeah. 
Hey. Anyway, I, I, w- I wanted to go buy a bong for a dab rig. But the thing is, Hawaii is not a uh, totally legal state for uh, the old uh, devil's cabbage. So you can't walk in and ask for the dab rig. You got to use like the weird. Uh, you have to use. Correct me if I'm wrong. You have to use a legal terminology. Like I yes. need. I need a way to smoke meth because <laughs> no, I believe that. that meth is the Hawaiian drug of choice. That's been legal the entire island. time. Not the island I'm on. But I, I got to play the game of like uh, guess the code word with the saleswoman. Because I can't just say bong or dab rig. I'm just like, uh, can I get a glass saxophone? But instead of the flower funnel, can I get the gooey cup? And she's just like looking at me like I'm, you know, fresh off of a short bus somewhere. She's like checking the parking lot, making sure uh, there isn't like a field I, trip. I wish to sp- to smoke my grandfather's spittoon. Uh, so please provide me with a receptacle. For me to pour my grandfather's <laughs> spittoon into. Yeah, it was just and a then game ignite. of thesaurus. It was just a game of like reading synonyms at each other. And the entire ordeal took about 20 minutes too long just because I couldn't say, where the bong at? You say tobacco. I'm going to smoke tobacco out of this thing. Yeah, you still can't call it a bong, though. Oh, true. I need something. I need uh, did you try pointing to it? <laughs> no man there's so many things man well, there's so many weird things behind there I'm not sure if it's a sex toy or something like that'll like load up on right. get me loaded on fucking gas station CBD well here we are learning something about the culture of Hawaii that in their oh, yeah. sex shops slash smoke shops they don't know how to organize their shelves no nah, it's in with everything yeah everything's mixed together on plastic bags it's like T- like it's like that uh, holiday uh, celebration where like half your family is Jewish and the other half is Christian, and you're just like I don't even know what we're happy about right now. Does that belong in butts or in my lungs, Tom? How was your sex head shop week on Long Island? <laughs> it was great. <laughs> Let me tell you um, the bad part. So I just before this episode, sorry guys for being late, but. It's all good. As I mentioned, this episode is brought to you by Bing. Yeah. com. shut up. I was browsing the internet looking for valuable information, and I googled something, and it redirected uh. me to Bing. This is a common malware that affects people's Google Chrome. I don't know if you've heard of Google Chrome before. But mm. that, no, I use Internet Explorer. Use Internet Explorer, yes. Of course you do. Uh, you're explains. much older than I. That's why every time I need to send something to Mike, it's it's Mike69 at Hotmail.com. <laughs> Yahoo. <It's- laughs> Can we take a moment to look at how poorly Mike poured that beer? No, no, no. This is how you do yeah, it. He told me to drink it like this. No, this is how you look- do it. But don't drink. look at the head of it. Let, let it go. No, listen, that's a new thing. Okay, a little bit of a tangent. I'm going to get back <laughs> to my story. So my lovely girlfriend, she explains to me that if you pour a beer into a cup like an asshole with the most amount of head that you can get, what you get for the evening is worth the wait. Now, what you get is beer that's almost flat, but mm-hmm. you can drink so many of them. Oh, that's you, good. You, you're opening... You know, sometimes you go out and you're stuck with 16 colors of Crayola. When you do this, it's 128 colors of Corolla every oh. night. 
We're oh, all yeah. about getting rid of the gas here. You don't now, want the gas. Now she told me. She told me this. She's like, "Oh yeah, yeah. I like. Yeah, I don't like to feel as full. I'm. She's a woman. I'm a man. I need uh, as. Ma- I need to drink as many beers as possible. <laughs> so I will drink though. when I'm full. But now, pouring beer like an asshole. Trust me. Give it a few tries. You might not even like it as much. I can't wait to try it. Honestly, it's quantity. We're all quantity people. There's no quality. There's barely any quality of this show. Let's well, just taste different. Wait, Mike. Um, so, it's Tom, hot. tell me about the quality search engine oh, yeah, that yeah. you were directed to because yes. Bing best search engine. Right. So, big shout out to Bill for invading my computer. Um, I spent the afternoon trying to get rid of him, <laughs> and then when I did it, finally. My Pro Tools, I don't know if you guys know this, um, I don't edit the podcast anymore, but I am an audio engineer by trade. Right. My Pro Tools stops working because I had to do all these restores and things like that, and everything's smooth now, but all of a sudden it's like, oh, Pro Tools, the thing you use to record the show, is now dead. It's <laughs> dead in the ground. Casualty. So I had to find it. I had to figure well, it out. So this, yeah, is what I, this, is what I, th- this is why I'm angry right now. You know what, Tom? You are selfish. You're very selfish. Because Steve Jobs needed your, you know, GPU, CPU power in Pro Tools to cure coronavirus. Look, so I know, you know, I know yeah. what's going on here right now. You're Bill selfish. Gates is using he's Fuck using you. that time. It's all an illusion. It's all a, 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 an illusion, a rat race. So I, I'm there typing things in. I'm typing things in. And based on my keystrokes, he is able to tell what my DNA is. Now, he's going to fit me, retrofit me with an African child. He's going to put an African child under my skin. We're going to both be tagged, okay? Well, I think it would be like works. I'm not not kidding. This is is how it works. It would be a few children kind of stacked on top of each other like they were wearing a trench coat. No, we're starting off easy. It's a one-to-one ratio. Okay. You know how this works? Now everyone needs... A Microsoft account. <laughs> okay. So now my child, who I wake up with on the back of my body one day, needs yeah. his own Microsoft account. <laughs> Hillary Clinton gave Bill Bill Gates a big old tug job, a Monsanto cornflake tug job. <laughs> and together they have done some backroom experience trading to uh Matching privileged people like myself to starving African children, and I will be merged with a boy one day, and both of us will have to pay taxes. What the fuck are we talking about Mike. boy merging? <laughs> yeah, Mike, how was your week? Any I was buying cards for Mike to think about his week. I totally That's blank. all I was, I was doing. Totally that was... focus on that, on the child being How was your week? Your Tell me now. Tell me um, now before the, the on, kid on your back tells me. Lie, quickly. I, I mean, nothing really interesting happened, but one day thing happened. I just I sounded like an idiot when I just said that, but... Uh, it's okay. I was playing Counter Strike, and there was a guy yeah. from China playing, and this kid kicked him from the game by typing in something about Tiananmen Square into the chat. And I thought that was so oh. interesting. The internet is blocked. Like, anything like that is like typed in, it like kicks them out of the game. Yeah. Oh damn. China's a sad place. I bet you. That's fucked up. I bet you. Like like Ten cent has something in there. <laughs> uh, Ten yeah, cent. Yeah, they're hand in hand, just like the the cornflake hand jibbers. Let's move along here. Yeah, that was my week. It's fucking boring. <laughs> Like, that was no, Mike. I actually thought that was interesting. In all earnesty, yeah, dude. What's it? What's this, the guy's name? The leader of the communist uh, party. He's just watching you play Counter Strike. Uh, I guess so. You're right. 
He's focused on you. Him and Bill Gates. Like this. Yep. You're on your computer working smoothly. Tiananmen Squares. Yada, yada, yada. And then Donald's there. Donald's there. He's like, oh, we I need to get this boy too. on our Fuck. team. Tiananmen Squares. Let's yeah, squares. That's Tiananmen what I got. I got to return my computer right now. Okay, let's do the episode. Travis, who's on the chopping block? Tonight. All right. Yeah. Yeah. You know who you clicked on. Well, maybe you don't. But I want to start the question. I want to start the episode with a question. Okay. Yeah. Do you guys know what BDSM stands for? Uh, I know what the S and like, M stand for in I BDSM. Think I, know. Well, I, know, I know what it is. What right? is it's it, like, Mike? Yeah. Tied, tied up with like whips and chains and shit like that, right? No, it's big, big men. Oh. Bi- no, no. It's BD. Big dudes, small midgets. Oh. Big dudes, small midgets. BDSM. <laughs> yeah. BDSM. So what do you guys know about BDSM? Mike, what's BDSM? It's like as a concept, not what does it stand for? Uh, isn't like one person like takes control of the other person? Like basically? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or like they tie him up and shit like that and like fucking whip him and stuff? Um, Wear leather masks? Kind, mask kind of, like yeah. I, I think because you're a very, um, you're, you're, you're very focused on the imagery of it. Yeah, yeah. That you're correct. <laughs> what yeah. do they do though? Well, Travis, what does it actually break down to? I I know the last two, but that's not yeah. fun. I don't know the okay. whole thing. So just like kind of how convoluted kinks are and how people love to make, just like any music genre, there's a subgenre of a subgenre of a right. subgenre. Mm-hmm. Those BDS- are actually called microgenres now. Okay. So yeah, because subgenres are stupid. <laughs> so BDSM is actually an overlapping anagram. So BD stands for bondage and discipline. Oh. DS stands for dominance and submission, and SM stands for sadism and masochism. <laughs> so, like the entire acronym expanded is like BDDSSM. Yeah, but uh, they like wow. pushed that shit together, made it look better. Was that last know, one like mean? Would you say magicism? This this is a community of people that need to always look better. So I don't blame them. <laughs> Well, I was going to say BDSM is is fun, it's liberating, it's relaxing or stressful, whatever you need. You know, much like dropping acid, it's not for everyone. Mm. And, of course, in the nature of it, there's inherent risks and dangers. People, you know, people whipping themselves, cutting themselves with knives. Gets a little weird. I, I have dated a dominatrix, like, for exactly one date. Well, oh yeah, tell us about that's that. That's going on a date. That's not dating. Uh, <laughs> she pulled out knives and fire on the first date, and that was too fast for me. What? Did yeah. you burn your wee wee? She did not. Uh, she did not burn my wee wee. Uh, she gave me a back massage with what I thought was like some kind of essential oil, but it was actually like some kind of accelerant. So she well, laid like me down, like worked acid? on my. No, it was some something that went. When she put oh. a lighter on my back. So I was like, what the hell was that? Was how, like fire how smooth was your back? Does it burn the hair? Is it better uh, than there? Is it hotter than there? You forget I'm are, half Asian. I know. And the top are you half circumcised? Of me is Asian. <laughs> yes. Well, there you go. Well, I guess that's what, what the knives were for and why you didn't actually see much play on those. Right. Mm. So there are two main thought processes in BDSM there's SSC and Rack. Uh, both of them revolve around consent. We're doing a little lesson on BDSM because okay. we're going to be talking about BDSM. <laughs> All right. The majority of this show. Stay tuned for four idiots 
telling you what consent is. <laughs> I'm here for it. So SS, SSC stands for safe, sane, consensual. So okay. that's like, you know, we're doing shit. We know what we're doing. We're not crazy. And then RAC stands for risk-aware, consensual kink. So these are people, people that prescribe to RAC basically are admitting what we're doing is dangerous and not sane, but the practitioners know their own risks and limits and will consent on how far to go with it. Oh. Um, Why don't you just uh, jerk off? <laughs> <laughs> what is this shit? I've never, I've never attributed a single, a, 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 a single anagram to my sexual preferences. You don't use J-O? Uh, no. What's J-O? Well, why yeah, would I use off. jerk off? I mean, why would I use J-O? Phonetically, it's the same amount. <laughs> syllables, yeah. That's syllables. Like, and I'm never writing it down, ever. That's like I'll be gone in the AM. <laughs> yeah. See ya. Okay. Uh, sorry to interrupt. So, I, no, that's good. No, that I might great. have to interject a few times here. So you might I notice fo- I'm a little more hoarse as these episodes continue r- recently because I'm I'm dying. <laughs> right. I fall into the category of rack. Like that's what I kind of believe in. I'm like, dude, Ooh. it's weird. You're doing things that can be dangerous. You tie a rope around someone's head or someone's kneecap. Or Wait, someone's leg. Kneecap. You Travis, could kill it. Travis, y- you yourself. Yes, are, me myself. Are telling the audience that you like to be pushed downstairs. No, no, I am not. I'm saying I like to get pushed upstairs. Okay. But I'm just. <laughs> the ultimate. Very, very clear. Let's be Slowly. clear. You're a rack. I'm a rack. I got a rack. I'm a rack. Okay. Uh, just, so it seems cliche, but the idea of a safe word or safe gesture if your mouth is full is important because uh, it tells your partner, hey, I'm at my limits. Yeah. You know? So, I'm, yeah, I'm not comfortable with this. From the fact that, yes, safe words don't work if there's something in your mouth. Like, this is the first time I'm yeah, right? you can't uh, say, grappling with that concept. You can't say spaghetti monster if you got a dick in it. <laughs> All right, yes. so tonight, boys, we are roasting a real sicko, and that is why I am giving this episode a safe word. I usually <laughs> don't like this type of thing, but there may be people that uh, might get triggered by some of the shit I'm going to talk about. Oh, boy. So, so, what, are they gonna, so what are they going to do? Tell their like podcast app the safe word and it's going to shut down? No, what we're going to do is we're going to say, I'm going to say the safe word when you should be like, hey, maybe I should just like skip a few minutes. Oh, so a trigger warning, safe word type. Yeah, thing. great. What's All our right, safe well, word? Here's, here, here's a great novelty item that none of you should use as we use the safe word. Stick around. Travis, everyone who's <laughs> listened to this fucking show has heard you talk about your dick and pulling it in and out of your body. It's like this, that, all this shit. Like what's, what is going to happen here? Dude, I'm just saying that this episode, this episode's gonna get fucked, dude. All right, I'll so take what's it. your safe word? I, 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 I like this approach where you're trying to talk to the audience as we're doing right now, and to that yeah. same audience, I will laugh with you. As <laughs> this Travis is gonna be more than latex and spanking. Yes, because no one's skipping it. Come on, let's Mike. be real. All right, Mike. But what's our safe word though? Uh, pineapple. Pi- you going with pineapple? Easy. All right. That's standard. Right, how about um? No, well, spice it up. I, uh, 
anus or something. I don't know. Anus no, is you gotta say something that you wouldn't use if you're getting, say, fucked in the anus with a pineapple. Yeah. Mulberries? Should it be like a sound? No, it's... <laughs> what is wrong with you? you the concept <laughs> of a safe no. word? Shit! Yeah. What? Yeah, squaw! Yeah, right, let's... squaw is our safe word. Squaw. Squaw. Yeah. Squaw! Yeah, squaw. The lovely Native American tribe mm-hmm. of the squaw. So our safe word is twofold. It's that you might not want to hear what I'm going to talk about. Also, if you're listening to it in a Pizza Hut on a Bluetooth speaker, that's when you should crank it up, dude, because everyone needs (laughs) to hear what we're going to talk about. Thanks, Travis. That's that's what I want to hear from you. Right. No skipping. Make it louder. (laughs) I like this game, actually. So, as I said, and also, if you guys feel uncomfortable at some point, you can say the safe word, scraw, and I'll just continue talking. Scraw. Because... I'm not listening to you guys anyway. <laughs> okay. He's got shit to read. Okay, All right, let's... so BDSM, bondage, discipline, dominance, submission, sado, uh, sadism, and masochism. Yeah. All right, tonight what was the last we one? Sadism and masochism. Masochism is like when you receive pain and you like it, right? Yeah. Because that's yes. sadism. S- sadomasochism sadism. is when you give it and you like uh, what you're uh, given. You like what well, you're given. Yeah. Yeah, so okay. tonight we are going to be focusing on those last two letters, Mike. We're mm. focusing on the SM. So sometimes they can be combined into sadomasochism. But we're going to be specifically talking about sadism. Sadism is defined as the tendency to derive pleasure, especially from sexual gratification, from inflicting pain, suffering, or humiliation to others. So if you're a sadist... You're going to laugh at that guy who just uh, fell holding a pie. Oh, I just come back (laughs) from the stand with the pie. (laughs) Take the pie out of the poor guy's hand. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) What if if he was carrying a pie for his mom, and when he fell, he ate some of it, and he's really diabetic? Can you really laugh? Can you keep getting off on that? Of course you can. Because you're sick. You're going to be jerking (laughs) off on that. Yeah. Is there some code going on? Because you're saying laugh. Is that? Do you mean boner pop? <laughs> Could be. Could be a laugh. Could be. I mean, because I, I, I'm not, I'm not fucking sexually attracted to the st- three stooges, but I fucking laugh every time Curly does a pratfall. I, I am fully erect every time I see Mo fucking stick Curly in the eyes, man. I'm like, that is fucking penetration at its you, finest. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, I think you miss Gay Pride Month. By a few months, Travis, if you'd like to back. You can listen to a podcast whenever, motherfucker. That's true. I'm, I'm so happy where do, for you. I'm happy where for does, you. Yeah. Where does this word sadism come from? Tell well, me, Daddy. It, it is our subject, the Marquis de Sade. Whoa. So Sade sadism. If you didn't know wow. that was this was named after an actual guy, oh, I, I didn't that. either until yeah. I found out. Also, masochism, the one you were talking about, Tom, is also named after a guy. Who maybe oh. we'll get into another time. Nice. It's a group effort, I see. Yeah. It's a little, little Eiffel Tower right there. Uh-huh. Desaad and Masochism. Here's a hint. It was Benito Mussolini. <laughs> yeah. He had Mullen. the hardest cock in all of Italy. That's how he you got think, to where he was. He was able to hang, Mussolini? hang dry lasagna wow. off of his cock. Whoa. Okay. Now, Travis, I continue. I yeah, I don't know if I mentioned it, but the Marquis de Sade was not a big fan of consent. When I was, that's the reason why I was talking about consent. Oh. And you might be like, "Hey, uh, 
Travis, why we don't do murderers on the show? Why are you talking about a serial rapist? Well, if you wiki- if you search Marquis de Sade, the first thing that pops up is that he is a French philosopher. So some prolific philosopher that <laughs> just so happened to to be a bad boy. Oh. Like, you know what I mean? But Travis, you uh, also yeah, say, yeah, 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 you yeah. say bad boy, like, you know, bad boy, oh, he's oh, naughty. Boy. He's, like, uh, he's like Mozart in the Amadeus movie by Milos Foreman. Mm-hmm. But in reality, he's raping people. So that's not funny. No. <laughs> don't it, laugh but at that. I can't. I'm not going to laugh the rest don't, of the show. No. Okay. Don't do it. Good. No jokes. <laughs> so, Dantanian Alfonso Frances was born on the seventh uh was born june 2nd 1740 <laughs> great that's start. the marquis de sade right there happened? right there marquis right. de sade he's born marquis de sade june yeah he's born in the hotel de conde in paris Ooh. never um, heard of it you think no. they, uh how deep cl- how much of a deep clean do you think uh they did to that hotel suite before turning it over. Well, right now it's a uh, it's a Best Western Plus, amazing. Hmm. <laughs> ah, for the for the true sadists out there, yeah. I need a corporation that I can sue if something goes wrong. <laughs> I don't want a little shanty, quaint bed and breakfast. I want Best Western to eat my <laughs> bill at any cost. I will I will smash my own face in, into the car parked next to me and then pull my car in again terribly and blame it on the lines. I want to meet the first guy, like old man or like old mom, like that goes on Airbnb and doesn't realize that it's not hotels. And then they go to like an Airbnb and they're like, what's all this stuff here? It's a hotel. Oh, it's free portraits of a family that once existed. Yes, my name is Sam Marriott. This is my house. <laughs> so obviously we're dealing with a marquee here, so it's a stuck-up noble idiot once again, a French, dog. A French one, too. A French right? one of that, so my pronunciations are going to be fucking terrible. Yeah, we don't do a lot of French for that reason. Yeah, his father, Jean Baptiste, was the Count of Sade. Jean and Baptiste. Yeah, Jean-Baptiste. Off to a good start. I'll correct some of them. So, and his mother was Mary Eleanor de Mal of Common. Correct. Yes. Uh, she was a lady-in-waiting for her distant cousin, the Princess of Condé. So that's the reason why he was born at the Condé Hotel. Condé I Hanks. don't really know what a lady-in-waiting is. I think they just hang out and just <laughs> and chill wait. and wait. Don't they but, wait for a husband? Isn't the idea? Uh, hold on, I'll Google it. In waiting, I, how do you how do you point that out and not have it in your script? Well, I'm just saying. I always thought it was like you're waiting around for oh, a husband. But no, like, no, no. Okay, here it is. Married. It's a woman who attends to a queen or princess, so she's um, high end servitude. So she's congratulations. waiting like a waiter. <laughs> yes, lady she's, in she's, waiting. You you made playing. It. The tips are bad, but you're you still have your head. She's playing the up. game. She's playing the game with from waiting, but there's nothing to slap. So okay. Marquis de Sade uh, was the only surviving child of his mother. So another warning, fucking royal only child alert. Uh oh, or noble ro- ro- only child. So <clears throat> at the time of Sade's birth. Uh, for the for the majority of his wi- his life, his father was off doing some political shit. So 
the Count of Saad was someone that was just like politically out there. He's like, I don't have time for my kid. Marquis de Saad barely sees him. Uh, we're not going to really talk about him, but the the Count is there racking up debt as as ah, a royal rack. does, just racking up debt. That's not good. <laughs> <laughs> That's not good. What do you mean? You guys laughing at me? No, no, I'm not laughing at you. It's just, it's, it's so obvious, Mike. <laughs> You're right. Oh, oh, it's not good. Excuse me. Besides, mm-hmm. <laughs> they're gr- growing up with his mom and the other ladies of waiting at this uh, Conde Hotel, and he's a brat kid. He's a straight Got up it. brat kid, and this is coming from nobles. Um, wow. So when Saad was four, he got in a fight at the nursery with an eight year old. And some kids. What kind of fight? What yeah. kind of fight? Be specific. Knife? Well, no, no knives. This, you know, what are we doing? This Zip is a fisticuffs. Little fisticuffs. Little childhood Duchess of Dukesbury. Eight year old. Eight year old fisticuffs. Mm. So some, some people might say, okay, it's kids. They yeah. fight sometimes, right? French How bad could it be? Well, mm-hmm. Saad had whooped to this kid twice his age and was, like, sitting Ooh. on his chest, like, Dragon Ball Z, like, creating a crater with his face. Damn. That's into the ground. If he's eight, that the kid is 16, is what you're telling me. Oh, no, Saad is four, and oh. he's eight. Yeah. The kid was probably polioed up or something. Yeah. <laughs> Give, like him braces, right. maybe. Give him a break. Basically, all the ladies in waiting got together and all like, your kid can't stay here. And uh, Saad's mom was like, all right, yeah, he's kind of an asshole. So they sent him off to live with his grandma in Provence. Oh, grandma's I, house. Mm. I like how the mother didn't defend it. He's like, oh, yeah, he's an asshole. I know. <laughs> this motherfucker so has been jumping on my bed every night for the last two years, beating the shit out of my asshole for no reason. <laughs> I, yes, I sleep on my belly. Some people don't like that. Some people think that Weird. that results in bad dreams. I think it results in raspberry-sized blisters on my ass. <laughs> uh, I guess his grandma didn't like getting raspberries on her <laughs> asshole either. Uh, so, uh, you know, she realized that Sod was basically buzzed from Home Alone. And he was like... I can't deal with this kid. So a year later, she's like, this idiot needs to go. Let's get rid of him. (laughs) Yeah, Buzz's girlfriend. Woof. So Saad was sent off to live with his uncle, Abbot Jacques Francois, at the Abbey de Saad. Okay. Good enunciation. Yeah. His family figured, hey, well, I mean, this guy's a monk. Monks are fucking strict as shit. They're going to knock some sense into him. Right? Yeah, straighten him out. His uncle was supposed to be a man of the cloth, but most nights he was sneaking out of the abbey and and trying to get in them French wops, as the children would say. Yes. Wop. What does wop stand for, Mike? Why, don't why give me a right answer. Me? I have no idea. You're the don't only, give me a right answer. This is your job. It's a reference. Wait, you're, you're a, why would I listen to that song? I don't know. Wop. Oh, that probably stands for like vagina or something like that. Fine, close enough. <laughs> cool. Wow, you really don't. He know. is entering. Okay. He is entering the French vaginas every night at the oh. Abbey. So I mean, v- we're vagina. going. Yeah, a man of the cloth. You know, he's supposed to be all humble and shit. Little Marquis decides there. He's like, oh, look what my uncle's doing. He's really oh. man of the flesh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Look at what my uncle is doing. I, I'd like to imagine him just walking in and in, into his uncle's chambers as his uncle is like. You know, 
uh, frenulum deep in a French whore, and he's just like, look what my uncle's doing. Yeah, yeah his saying un- it to himself. Yeah, writing yeah, it in yeah, a notebook himself. while speaking aloud. Look at what my uncle is doing. <laughs> oh man, I'm just imagining the, the, like Marquis de Sade as like Malcolm in the middle the entire time. He just has those monologues. Such- <laughs> Does he okay. have a forehead for it? Oh yeah, he had a pretty big forehead. They had a wow. foreskin for it. Could you land a plane on his forehead? Yes and yes. I think you could land his foreskin on his forehead. That's uh, bad foreskin. That needs to go. Yeah, just a little bit. I believe uh, Frankie Munez has uh, uh, a one-yard foreskin. Problem. <laughs> <laughs> it's elastic, so it can be one yard if you want it to be. He has a pocket sewn to the inside of his denims to keep it in line. Continue, Travis. <laughs> on, on top of his uncle being like a little Playboy ab- Abbott, he was also okay. a raging drunk. And, Playboy uh, Abbott, yeah. yeah. Like most religious people, you know, when you turn over all your free will to imaginary <laughs> sky deity, that uh, you might drink a little bit. Why not? It's free. Yeah. Not all the time. But. I drink fairly often. Eventually, young Saad was sent to a strict religious college. That sucks. Yeah. Mm. So this is around the age of 10. And like college? Now, uh, yeah. So the French and the English, I think, start college way earlier than we do. And then they go to university. Their their language is oh. all weird. Shout out it's to Chaminade. Fucked. It's basically that. Metric college, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Basically, imagine that this guy is um, a, a um, Bill O'Reilly in oh. hiding. <laughs> you know what that means. If you know who Bill O'Reilly is, he's in hiding. <laughs> okay. Lizard people. Yeah. What do you think he's been taking over? No, it's not lizard people. He's just like, he's he's gone through Chaminade. He's he's climbed the ranks of Fox News, the most credible news station out there, and he's grabbing asses, ripping them <laughs> apart behind the scenes. Behind closed doors. Right. And then he gets called out because of the Me Too movement. God bless. But here we are. We have a young, a young uh, Bill O'Reilly on our hands, a yeah. real rapist. No, okay. nowadays, nowadays teachers can't really punish their kids for being bad. There's a whole thing where it might cause psychological damage, and mm-hmm. also they don't want to be accused of being a little girl or boy toucher. It was a little bit less strict when we were kids, and when our parents were kids, I mean, student teachers were able to hit their student. No problem. It's a little smack around. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But back in Saad's time, especially in an extremely religious school, Flagellation was the punishment for any offense, smallest, you know. Doesn't matter how small the oh, offense dude. is, you're getting whipped, dude. Oh, nice. I want to elbow drop a student, motherfucker. <laughs> Choke him out. That is when, Yeah. That's when Sade, oh, yeah. That's when Saad first developed his relationship with the whip. So while Father oh. Stefan was going to town on this kid's back, he's like, oh, yeah, daddy, harder, please. Mm. Harder, Daddy. Uh, Uncle, Daddy. <laughs> Father, Daddy. Oh, just Father, uh, Father, just Uncle just Dad. for everyone's sake here. Don't don't use. We're not painting a picture here. We don't want yeah, to describe a young boy being beaten. It's terrible. It's just this is the facts. Yeah. No, no pictures. Don't imagine this, you perverts. <laughs> Tell him what to imagine, though, Travis. I'll say something else. Sod needed more discipline. He's like, I need more discipline. So he goes to a military academy, in, and then in 1755, he joins the Royal Foot Guards. Like Whoa, the foot, clan, foot Guards. The foot Clan of France. They just walk around? 
Yeah, they just hang yeah, out. Yeah, Mike. Around. Oh, so, uh, that's pretty neat. They're not on horses, Mike. That's what that means. Oh, yeah. Uh, so we've talked a lot about how rich people could just purchase a role as an officer in oh, armies. as a what is it commission? Commission. Yeah. Yeah. So Saad was rich, so he's able to commission himself a role as an officer. Now, what he really wanted was some good old fashioned wartime action. This guy liked to, you know, hurt people. So what, uh, what better place what, to put him than at a front line? What uh, conflict is uh, popping off right now? Fortunately, France, when he joined, was in a brief window of peace. Oh, so there was nothing going on. Of but course. He got his luck when France entered the Seven Years' War, or the French and Indian War, as we love to call it, in <laughs> America. Uh, mitochondria is the powerhouse of the cell. So he was able to experience freedom? Oh, he knew what freedom was, dog. He knew what freedom was twice over. <clears throat> I'm happy for him. So Saad, was, uh, he was uh, involved in the German campaign campaigns that France was fighting. And he explained that he loved the hacking and cleaving of the Hanoverian heads that he used to do with his saber. Because the head oh. comes right off, dog. Jeez. Do you think he actually did that, Travis? <laughs> what, chopping off heads? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 absolutely. How, how do you know? Because he wrote about it. <laughs> well, that doesn't mean anything. I mean, think about how many 14-year-old boys write about how, how they like anal. Because they've seen it on TV. I'm gonna say that he well, if he didn't, if he didn't actually do it, he was kind of like when you first were like, let's try anal. He kind of put his tip around the hole, so maybe he like sliced him a little bit in the neck. You know? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Gave him cool. a little slice. Gave a someone slice. a haircut and said, "This is my wartime document describing everything I've got, <laughs> and I'm At horny as fuck after it." Yeah, and he whispered to the to the person uh, to be beheaded. He was just like. This will go quicker if you just relax. Oh, yeah. Just relax. You probably put on a Turkish accent, too. Those were very popular at the time. You're going to want to relax, buddy. Gets me horny. Mm -hmm. After one victory against these Germans, it was customary for the French army to fire off cannons when they had won. <laughs> uh, just into the air, right? Uh, so he's wow. like, hell yeah, we won. He's like, artillerymen, load one up. And... They didn't level the cannon low enough, so uh, when Sad dropped his saber to fire, the cannonball went through the roof of a local manor, and everyone was like, dude, just blew that house up. And he's like, fuck. So the French military made him personally apologize to like the local council and pay oh, for the repairs. Man. Okay, that's fine. There was a Mythbusters episode like that. Really? Oh. Really? Yeah, they shot something off and it landed in like an Alameda like residence, oh, and like shit. the MythBusters had to like pay for like all the damage, the house to be like renovated. <laughs> Damn! And it, it, it's one of those things where like the MythBusters were like, "Oh my god, we just shot a fucking hot water boiler like nine thousand feet into the air," and then like in the newspaper they read like, "Hot water boiler crashes through home," <laughs> and they have to be like, "I hope that wasn't us." I really hope that wasn't us, but of course it was. Yeah, so, slim chances. Yeah, so he eventually works his way up to Colonel and the French Dragoons, you know, those horse boys with pigtails. Horse boy. Now, obviously, needless to say, uh, army guys like to fucks. 
There's a lot of adrenaline. There's a lot of testosterone and alcohol when they're not shooting things. Uh, Sometimes when they are shooting things. Yeah, Saad was no exception. Uh, And he also had this little kinky whipping thing going on. Uh, So he had mistresses left and right. And one of the things that he said that I kind of, you know, it kind of makes sense. He said the best way to learn a language was to get a mistress that was a native. Because what better way to learn a language when your ball's deep in someone? Well, if you're a rapist, it doesn't matter because you're not listening to them anyway. This is consensual. <laughs> oh, so he's still at a consensual age. Yeah, he's, he hasn't reached the weird. My bad. Yeah, I point. would hate to brand young Mark Desaad as an, a rapist. <laughs> uh, interesting thing, Travis. I think you mentioned it earlier, but you were saying, I think it was during the minor episode, that like translation handbooks were just the dirty shit to say during oh, yeah. sex. Because that's all people really cared or knew about. Mm-hmm. It's just like, it was just the dirty European handbook of like right. dictionaries. And it was all the same thing. It was just um, everyone opened their book up and it was the same word in the same language and it yeah. was bukkake. Yeah. <laughs> and they all just said bukkake to each other. <laughs> and then the ladies edition was more eels, please. Oh, uh, uh, <laughs> Uh, Cheese whiz sailors. That's that's Korean. I've learned Korean now, guys. Congratulations, Chingu Chingu. You are my cousin and my best friend. That's what that means. Really? (laughs) Shit. Yes. Uh, All right. So after this German campaign that Marquis de Sade was on, he was put on guard at Gay Paddy. Gay. Now, the one thing that I've heard, uh, I've heard a lot about the reputation of the ladies in Gay Paddy. You know, they got Moulin Rouge. You've got uh, uh, the blowjobs, okay, doing French a French kissing. style, you know, French right? Kissing. So yeah. it sounds like there's a lot of fun happening in gay Perry. So much fun. And for a horn dog like Marquis de Sade, this is a perfect place to flex his cum muscle, right <laughs> yeah. here in Paris. Showing it off. <laughs> Showing it off. So here's where this sexual vampire kind of comes into his own. A tramp pyre. Um, or in the Ooh. words of his family and friends, Marquis started to commit dreadful acts. Uh-oh. That sounds unprosecutable. I hate uh, when white people have dreads. I believe yeah, we should too. call that, that dreadful acts. Especially, Absolutely. Especially when they're French. I used to like French it when I was 16 and my hormones didn't make sense. And I was listening to bands like In Flames. Mm. And I saw their dreadlocks and said, I could get down with this. I was wrong. What about corn? Corn, I never really got down yeah. with. That, that, yeah. I, I, uh, I, I like was, corn either. I was a system of a down and Limp Biscuit fan, believe it or uh, not. Yeah. I, I'm not saying I'm better than corn, but I just happen to not be into corn locks. <laughs> Mike, let's make a Yankee candle aroma. That's just dreadlock. <laughs> no, white oh, person no. dreadlock. Yeah, white yeah. person yeah. dreadlock. Yeah. White yeah. person dreadlock. What does that dreadlock. smell like? Just like garbage. You know, a lot of patchouli. It would mainly patchouli. When I was, I'm going to say seven or eight, Uh I got a Lenny Kravitz CD, the album five. Now, for some reason, Mm -hmm. that album smelled like dreadlocks, like the the pamphlet, the the, the CD insert, Uh the CD itself. It smelled like a dirty man. I will never know why, but it's true. I think Lenny probably rubbed his pits. On every single... Wait, Lenny Kravitz is a white dude? 
No, he well, he's oh, a Jewish black he's guy. Half. He's uh. like he's like um, Sammy Davis Jr. But rock and roll. Okay, he's well accepted by white people. He has been for a long time. Mm. Okay, so now that we're in Paris, we're going to be spending a lot of time with hookers in this episode. Nice. Sex. I'm I'd, sorry, sex workers. I'd be disappointed if we didn't. Mm. So back in those days, it was legal. It was protected by the police, protected by the courts. Um, to the extent where if a John didn't pay for his gooey hot times, he could be fined or jailed. Whoa. Um, I like this. Yeah. So we've regressed a little bit since then. <laughs> since the uh, times of Sado masochism. Yeah. It was pretty good for the ladies. They made a lot of money, more money than they could, you know, regularly. Um, but sure, there was some, uh, you know, dangers of being murdered. Yeah. But I mean, you could be murdered anywhere in the 18th century. It's true. So people were like, oh, the hookers get are getting the murdered. It's like, oh, you could just be walking down the street eating bubble gums and dandelions, and all of a sudden some guy shanks you in the stomach with his butthole. Well, to be fair, if like a, a modern man sees a lot of uh, escorts and hookers and stuff, yeah, not only is he considered to be um, a, a champion amongst spending, but... He's yeah. also more likely to be a murderer. Yeah. And uh, I also so th like how Travis thinks you eat bubblegum. That's true. Yeah. Uh, I've been eating yes. it for years. But that, that stigma will always live. Uh, people like to kill hookers. So you you had two options. <laughs> yeah, well, you had exactly. two options. Unfortunate, but true. You had two options of where you could dick these, these wet-ass women of the night. If you're poor or just a regular, or maybe you just wanted to be, you're more social, mm. you could hang out in a brothel, right? Yeah. Uh, oh, I thought you were talking about, as in where? I thought you were talking about anatomy-wise. Oh, well, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, that's, no, that's women's power. They can choose. Yeah. Okay. So you, had, so you could go to a brothel, brothel where you could lay your lovely di lady down on a right. crusty, right. lice-infested mattress and thrust mm. until your heart's content listening yeah. to other men climax through the paper-thin walls. Yeah, to your heart's content, not any other part of your body. Your yeah. heart's content. Mm-hmm. Jeez. So that's your one option. If you had money, like uh, Marquis d'Assad, you could buy a petite maison. Which was basically a mansion for sex. Oh, a little Whoa. mansion, a petite little mansion. mansion. That's called a house. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Tom. Regulating it for the millennials that have exactly thirty six dollars in their savings account. I'm currently shopping for a house. Right, I can't so wait you to can... have sex in it. So if you want, yeah. <laughs> so your house—that's what houses are for. Think about your house as a sex fortress, right? It's all shag carpeting. Whoa, You've got maids fortress. there that also yeah. can double as gushy fun times. You got all this porn on the wall. There. Right? Porn like, wall. Yes. Like your porn on the wall. Your apartment like is smut. It I would, do have smut hanging on the wall. I know. It would be <laughs> best described as smut. You have smut as your Skype background currently. I'm not surprised. That is called artwork. It's called someone's drawing artwork. Sure, Travis. Maybe? Okay. So if you, had a, if you had a petite maison, um, you didn't have to go stinky brothel. You could go there, you could pick them out, or if you had enough money, you could hire a man to drive over in his carriage and just pick up the ladies that you, he See, already knows the ones yeah. you like. Yeah, it's called right? 
It's called Uber Yeast. <laughs> yeah. So you're you hire oh! you hire a Uber Yeast, and all of a sudden, you know, your guy goes out, and you're there, fucking. You're so ready, you're just ready to come, you're just waiting there, and the second they open the door, you fucking blast all over them. The end. Good night. Welcome to France. Yeah. Get out of my house. So, here's something I I'm want... I'm disgusted. <laughs> here's something I want to, like, draw the line in, because your average typical Joe <clears throat> refers to as prostitutes or sex workers as call girls or streetwalkers. Call girls and streetwalkers are explicitly different stock of sex workers, mind you. Oh, yeah. Because the call girl shows up to your house, and the streetwalker does not. The streetwalkers like the ones that are like, on drugs, right? Like, like crackhead prostitutes? Well, they're on their legs. Necessarily. They're, they're the marathon ladies. They're, they're real real fit. aerobics. Right. And, this is, and, and uh, uh, this is proof right here. What Cody just brought to the table is an in-depth look into the type of research that we do into these podcasts. Yes. Street walkers are not call girls and vice versa. Stop interchanging like interchanging those like haphazardly. Like whores um, right. Like Yeah, thank you. Yeah. So in seventeen sixty three, Marquis de Sade is twenty two years old. He had already made a name for himself in the red light district. And there were rumors floating around that he did quote unquote dreadful things. Um, uh, and those rumors were circulating to all the madams that own these brothels ooh. and the girls. So they're kind of like, keep an eye out for this dude, Sad, because, like, he's weird. He calls Octo- people daddy in the sack. Yeah. Yeah, that's fucking weird. It's He'll sir. pay you the Don't amount you. that you ask. And when you're done with the transaction, you'll feel that, though, perhaps you haven't been compensated well enough. But don't worry. He tips his fedora. <laughs> Sure does. On, Oct- on October 19th, 1763, 20-year-old bombshell Rene Tessard. Sounds um, hot. Yeah, she she heard from a co-worker that this dude, Saad, was weird, but he pays well. So Rene um, was a prostitute. That was like half of her job. She was just doing this to pick up some income, kind of like an e-girl. You know, right? Oh, yeah. She has a regular job. She has a. She works as a prostitute at night. Okay. Some of the some of the like fucking hottest hustlers I know have two jobs, and one of them is OnlyFans. It's just like I, I get you. I, Only, see, I see you. OnlyFans is a place for lies. Right. So she's like, there's some <sighs> risk with this guy, Sad, um, but she needs some ex- extra cash for I don't know, like the PS point yeah. zero five or something. She needs to buy it. Um, so she's yeah, like, fuck money. it, fuck it, I'll suck yeah. his dick. So oh, yeah. she, she met Saad at the brothel, and he's like, oh, this dude isn't bad. He's good looking. He's 22 years old. Like, this His is better than, like, an fine. old, an old fucking old Crusty Frenchman. Ball sack like, or something like you that. You know, right? No, It's no. like, not ball bad. Ball decrusted. So Saad pays, pays her up front and said, yo, bitch, I'm going to pick you up. I'm going to go bring you to my petite maison. My driver's going to pick you up at eight. Wow. Sweet. Baller shit. She's like, great. Yeah. I'll bring a vacuum. This is gonna be yeah, haunted. Dude. He sent an Uber. Yeah, he paid for the Uber. Wow, what a gentleman! Yeah. I, I think me and Mike were talking for hours before this episode, and we both agreed that the best way to go about that is to go to the woman's place and bring your skateboard. Yeah, yeah. Kick because flip over her cap, her coffee table. Yeah, bust in the door. Say, hey, you called. 
<laughs> if, you want, if you want to look really cool, take your trucks off your skateboard and then just use the deck on your on her carpet and do kickflips. Yeah, you don't she want to scratch the floor. Yeah. yeah, good point. Okay, so anyway, well, uh, so around eight o'clock, Saad, uh, Saad's young manservant Lagrange goes and yo. picks up Renee, and so they bring he brings her back to this mansion that's a completely elaborate. She walks in, and Saad's there, like, oh hey. And Saad brings her back to the fucking room. Because there's a room for fucking. <laughs> is it. I, I, is pantry a French word? Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> what's the French word for it? It's not, quote unquote, the fucking room. Is she later that evening going to give birth to a can of green beans? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Much like the Jolly Green Giant slithering in and out of Travis's penis, as mentioned earlier. Oh, yes. Or was that an outtake? I can't remember. It doesn't matter because either way, this girl's getting fucked. So, Travis, tell her, tell us, uh, tell our uh, flaccid audience how this happens. <laughs> so, the second she enters the fucking room, yeah, <laughs> he locks the door and puts his, the key in his pocket. Sure, not going nowhere. So, at this point, uh, you know. Janae is probably slipping off her panties and like, oh, yeah, all right, I'm about to get banged. Cool, I can go home early. Because <laughs> uh, he's probably already about to come. But uh, Marquis de Sade is like, wait, I want to know about your religious re- beliefs. Oh, good. That's a great way to intro, right? When you're about to get it on, tell me about Especially during job in. interviews. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I use that opening line for that one year I didn't even really talk to a woman. and uh sad just not listening he's like oh yeah yeah yeah, cool that's cool that's cool that's cool uh he's like (laughs) he's like did you know i had sex with a lot of women and uh most of them we committed blasphemy and sacrilege it's pretty dark right oh he's playing that card interesting And and she's just like i'm hindu i don't know what those words mean well that's a joke that's a bad joke I know it's bad. It just came to mind. So, that, so then he turns. To, he turns to her and Our says, "Our podcast is free." Yeah, <laughs> he turns to her and says, "If you are God, let's see you take revenge." Hot. I like that. So, uh, our Janae is like sitting there in the room, kind of like it's kind of soaks in. She's like, "Wow, there's a lot of whips and canes." A lot of erotic <laughs> blasphemous paintings here. <laughs> Only noticing it now. Blood on the yeah. floor, some shit. So she's like chalk uh, outlines. She's like, uh, you know what, buddy? I'm uh, pregnant. Huh. You 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 oh. shouldn't fuck me. Well, she's like, so? I don't think it's gonna work out tonight. He he sent an Uber already. So again, again, Sad is like just not really listening. He picks up a metal tipped whip. And then no. goes towards t- towards her and starts talking about uh, the full night of kink that was going to unfold. First, he explains, he's like, first, you're going to whip me, punish me, and then we'll switch and you will make me suffer. And don't oh. worry, I'll let you pick the whip that I thrash you whip with. He's a switch, isn't he? He's a Nintendo Switch, Travis. Yeah, dog. Are you saying this rapist is actually somewhat accommodating? To the experience of of rapes, Neeland. How would you say rapes? Six rapes. Is that a- he's being a gentle rape. <laughs> he's being a gentleman. <laughs> oh, so- a gentle rapist. <laughs> so at this point, uh, fuck you, Mike. 
At this point, Janae is like thinking of calculating a way to like club Marquis de Sade over the head and get the key out of his pocket. But Sade continues, and he told her of the various experiments that he'd like to do on her body to see the inner workings of a beautiful female intricate machine. And then he opens up a closet and reveals a bunch of douches and enemas. Okay, well, he's clean. Ah, well... And then he says, we will do butt stuff. So sodomy was the biggest (laughs) blasphemy. Sodomy was the biggest blasphemy of them all. Now, she was not a fan of taking it up the ass, probably because if you were a man, woman, gay, straight, perpetrator, or perpetratee, if you were caught (laughs) doing sodomy, that meant you were burnt on the stake. Thank God no one's... uh Putting pictures online at this point, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> kind of hard to get caught unless like, unless you for, like you totally forget to towel off your your penis. I think that's the reason why you would get a butthole tattoo. Like I saw the one that has barbed wire around the oh ring. My God, it's like Have guess what? I don't guess what? I don't want anyone to enter. This is barbed wire. <laughs> Have you seen the octopus butthole tattoo? No, no I've never seen that. Really? Wow. Right, Cody, we whatever. go to different websites. I use Bing. <laughs> Clearly, I use Bing. You <laughs> use Google. Yeah, I'm on RedTube. Yeah, that's Mike. His search engine is RedTube. Mike, are you 37? What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> so, all right, if you're caught with butt stuff, you burnt on the stake. Fucking is fucking. Receiving that's... and giving? Receiving and giving. Wow. So fucking is fucking. That's fine. But better not slip it in the wrong hole. God doesn't want you to accidentally make a mistake. It's only inches Mm-mm. away from the front hole. Careful. Don't do it. Travis, Ooh, burn hell. Careful. You, you might be forgetting something. Blowjobs are sodomy. Yes. No, I remember that, Tom. And at okay. this point in France, you can't keep a French woman or man off of a penis. They've been like, all right, blowjobs exist. But okay, the butt so, stuff, they they were like, we can't do butt stuff. So they're they're into they're they're fine with Ted Cruz pornography. Yes. Okay. So the Marquis de Sade is uh, talking about all this stuff, and you know the butt stuff. She Janine's like, no, I'm not. This is blasphemous. So she like. She's like, tell me more about the blasphemy you want me to commit. Like, I don't want to talk about butt stuff. Oh, my God. So the Marquis de Sade is like, uh, you know, Jeanette's like, let's get off the butt stuff. Tell me more about the blasphemy because I don't want to get burnt to the stake. Well. Uh, so then he starts going off about how he was going to make her his assist- assistant in black magic. Ooh, very oh. hot. Yeah, and how every Sunday he would pick her up so they could go to mask, masked, Steal the Eucharist from the priest, pocket the wafer, return to his mansion, and eat Whoa. it during a massive orgy. I Whoa. respect that for some reason. No what? idea why. That's so but lame. I respect that. I don't know. It's just <laughs> it's a subversion, I guess. Cody, you're really letting it all out here. I'm oversharing, aren't I? You know what, Cody? Sometimes yes. when you drink alcohol, you become even somehow more of my best friend. Have I been drinking? <laughs> and you lay it all on the line. Yeah, and all right. I, I know I can trust you. I, I can trust you but guys, too. I have eaten enough Eucharist to know that I want that nowhere near my bed. <laughs> <laughs> Very crumbs. crumbs. A lot of crumbs. Tastes crumbs bad. Crumbs everywhere. Well, crumbs. The, the ones they got now are just mouse pads. They're just like... <laughs> I can only imagine what it was back then. 
Back then, it was probably just a, like wet bread, you know, like yeah. oatmeal Ugh. that they just slapped this, in your this, mouth. This is a French Eucharist, so it might be like croissant tea. It might be mad good. Like yeah, butter, it's probably that. Or some shit. Probably it's probably butter. that croissant, like butter layered, right? Oh. Like, oh fuck mm. yeah, hot. Okay, um, well we all just, just yeah, for a fair shake. Okay, so you guys own. just made this sound. I, I, you made it sound good. Right Let's now. pretend it's a handful of gravel. I Can think I get it's, eggs with my Eucharist. Yeah. I think it's kind of lame. Oh. He's like, let's go to mass and steal the fucking little wafers and have sex with a bunch of people every week. I do it. Uh, but yeah, whatever. Okay, so he he's like, all right, we're going to do that every week. And Jeanette's like, that sounds fantastic. How about I meet you next Sunday? We'll go and we'll do this <laughs> black mass orgy next Sunday. It's going to be great. Okay. So the Marquis decided, drafts up a document and she signs it so she's legally bound as his seductress. Ooh. Great. Legally bound to do something that will legally get you in trouble. I think there's bound. a loophole there. <laughs> right. So after that, uh, Saad just lets, lets her go. He bring, lets his driver bring her back oh. to the brothel. Because um, he's like, all right, I will get this sexual black orgy next weekend. Black mass. And Janae goes to the police the next day. She's like, oh. this guy's fucking crazy. I'm so a hooker, and I got to tell you guys something. You're going to want to take a look at this guy's little, little tiny Luigi's mansion. He's got <laughs> all the vacuums. They have uh, cocks on the end of them. He's never actually cleaning anything. Just rubbing a dildo everywhere. So she reports all this sick shit that Said wants to do to her and like says he's doing blasphemy and stuff. Mm. And we have this all down written, you know, as copy because. Oh, and she has. Sorry, we have all of it written down in copy because Marquis de Sade gave her a copy of the document she shot, signed. What? So she's, she's like, hey, police, this is what this guy wants to do. Gentlemen. So the police showed up to his. To his petite maison and arrested him, and then Sid was put in jail for a month, no trial, no sentence. Wow! And uh, so, at the time, the king was King Louis the Fifteenth, and Louis the Fifteenth, because Marquis de Sade was a noble, it went straight to him because he's like mm-hmm. dealing with other nobles. And Louis was like, "This guy's sick. I'm gonna just throw him in jail." Um, so he didn't really have to be convicted any due trial. He's like, I'm just, just throw this guy in jail. So how the does 15th? this guy die? Dude, we're not even close. I'm just kidding. I know <laughs> I know the show format. People will understand. <laughs> people will understand who listen. All four people listen will understand that joke. I love them. And by that, I mean it's 40 million Americans. <laughs> 40 million? We had more v- downloads than the debates. So. We had more really? votes than everyone. Yeah. Uh, so the police also confiscate a whole bunch of illegal pornography and erotic novels. So that could have been the reason why he oh, was no. nabbed. Uh, He's but got any- that hentai. Yeah. yeah but anyway, Louis's like, you got some sick hentai. Um, you're going to go to jail. But the thing was, is back in the day, you were rich. It's still the same now. If you had family, they could bail you out for money, pay some people off, mm, free some stuff. palms. You're golden. Right. And lucky for the Marquis de Sade. He was married. He was married? Since when? Yeah! Did you skip over a huge part of his life? A very sacred and and cherished moment? (laughs) That's right! While this all was going down, six months prior to his arrest, he married this chick. 
Now, we all know that Marquis de Sade was a kinky boy, but he wanted a proper wife that he could just, you know, not do his kinky shit with and have children. Did she look Mm. like the Eggman from Sonic? (laughs) Was she stuck in the tub the entire time? She was was pretty fit. Okay, good for her. So, uh, also it helped that she was also loaded. Uh, Yeah, that helps. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the Marquis de Sade was about to inherit a fuck ton of land because his dad was sick at the time, and his mom actually had become a nun. She was like, fuck this shit, and just went to a fucking nunnery. Um, so he, so the Marquis de Sade at the Chateau, at the Chateau de la Coste, uh, which was the centerpiece of the Sade land... Uh, wooed over Rene Pellegrie Montreal. Okay. Um, Who's that? So she was just like a rich lady. And she's like, all right, this is going to be my wife. We're going to fucking get married. We both have a lot of money. That's cool. But of course, 22-year-old Marquis de Sade was still a playboy. He had plenty of mistresses when he married Rene. Uh, one of them was a 16-year-old Madame Moussel Lores from Provence. Hmm. Um, that was like openly known when they were married. Um, and as a newlywed, Marquis de Sade spent a lot of time in Provence because it was South France where it was warmer. And Marquis de Sade noted that the warmer you get in the climate, the looser the women. So he's That's like, true. I gotta go down wait, there. Wait, 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 wait. Is he talking like physically or just promiscuously? Promiscuously. My yeah, father. let me ask you guys a question. Have you ever hooked up with a woman from Alaska? No. Okay. Love to. Nah, uh, a lot of a lot of high protein fish. Right. You're saying love to, but also have you? No, my friend. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> they don't have sex there. <laughs> Guys cold. jerk off into cups, and then the cups get distributed at the post office. <laughs> and the ladies. <laughs> it's a true story. I'm sorry. No, yeah. It was very funny because yeah. it's true. Yeah, the ladies. That's on that they, first Pony they, Express. Yeah, when they want to have a child, they they reach their hand into the bucket at the post office. Well, they do now. The slap a stamp onto it, dip it right in there. It's true. I know. Uh, That's how you make babies. That's how you make babies in Alaska. Now, if you want to make babies in, uh, let's say, Mexico, you just look at a woman. Two kids. Yeah, the cum actually enters. The cum actually enters the humid air. The sperm. And it just travels, of course, through the humidity. And that sounds nice, but also <sighs> syphilis does as well. <laughs> yeah, but so anyway, I'm sorry, sorry. I, I didn't mean to steal the show with with facts like that. Uh, let's so go back fl- to this play history. Flash forward to October when the Marquis de Sade was arrested. His mother-in-law was not too happy that he was arrested, but. She petitioned the king to have him released. Basically, she's like, ah, this is the 18th century France. Dudes fuck around. And the Mm. faster we get him out of jail, the less damage it's going to do to my daughter's, you know, um, whatever, whatever she's got going on for her. Right. She's trying to open up a barbecue joint and she's never even been to Louisiana. This is a woman (laughs) who is on the sidelines uh, starting day one. She she. She would have remembered she was married if they got married on 9-11. But outside of that, it's just downhill. Right. Well, so how did Rene feel about all this? Rene, actually, despite Marquis de Sade's philandering, uh, Rene was 
deeply in love with Marquis de Sade. Um, the, she mm. stuck with him through everything else I'm going to tell you. And we're pretty sure that the Marquis de Sade did not like whip her or like do any of his bondage stuff. Like that's something he kept for the hired women. But oh. she may have participated in some of the orgy fun that we're going to talk about as well. Hmm. So Renee, Renee and Marquis de Sade had three children, but oh, wow. all, all around, they're not really important to the story. They'll come up at the end real quickly. That's fine. So now that Marquis de Sade was freed and back with his wife, he's a changed man, right? He's not going to go around whipping people. Fresh start. Hmm. No, Mike, not fresh start. Smooth start. Smooth start? He slides right in. He's like, yeah, he slides right in. He's like, nah, we're more whipping and dipping, dog. (laughs) Yeah, right. So he goes back to the sacrilegious whippings, orgies, and sodomy, all these kinks that he likes. It probably Um, got worse in jail, like a criminal. You know, like a criminal, they leave jail, and then they steal more cars and rape more and murder more because jail's bad. That's what people on Twitter have been telling me. Now, the Marquis de Sade was not alone in this weird bondage-whipping kink. Um, In fact, during this time in France, there was a movement of sick French fucks called the Libertines, which promoted... (laughs) um, And some of them were even sicker than this guy. Um, Even the king involved some of this. One of them I read was they wanted to... They had a pregnant woman at a a, uh, dinner... And they had her stand over a candle to smoke the baby out. That doesn't make any sense. Ew, that's terrible. Yeah. yeah. So it, he lived in a gross time in France, uh, but he's part of this. He's proud to be a libertine. He's like, I'm a libertine. I fucking experiment with Satan and shit. I'm still thinking <laughs> about that baby thing. I think it's cr- that is fucking weird. That thing just drops out. Imagine dropping out Mike. like. You're a, a woman that gives birth Over to the candle? first baby who ever has blackface because of the soot. <laughs> soot. You yeah. The soot faced baby. It's just like, now I have yeah. a racist baby. The this second one. Robert I have Downey a, Jr. I have a Fred Astaire on my hands. Yeah. What am I going to do? The second mm. one, Justin Trudeau. It wasn't his fault. Yeah. Nope. He, he, Justin Trudeau came, he thought he was Aladdin's dad. <laughs> So Marquis de Sade is right back into it. He gets a new Petit Maison at the heart of Paris, and all the whipping inside of me continues. But now Marquis de Sade thinks that he's a playwright, too. So he starts to write these plays, and he casts all of his hired ladies as the actresses in his plays. (laughs) So it's not really as much of a play as it is a scripted orgy. Oh, a live porno. Yeah, no. Live porno, Mike. Right on the head there. See that? Because yeah. for some reason, pornographies do have directors. Yeah. You can't it's find them the same way you can't find directors of actual films. That's true. <laughs> just, that, the term scripted orgy makes my skin crawl. Yeah. It sounds boring. It does. Yeah, it sounds scripted. Yeah. The only so, orgy I was ever involved with, it wasn't women or men. It was a pile of tires. And fish. <laughs> How'd you feel after? Felt drunk. (laughs) (laughs) By the time Saad was 25, most brothels in Paris would straight up refuse him service. But because he was rich, there were plenty of women uh, that would go around their mistress. 
and you know, or met him and would just work for him. So he's still not a rapist. He's still not a rapist. Uh, All right, so we can't cancel him yet. Yeah, we can't cancel him yet. I'm waiting. As soon as he gets canceled, we're we're marching to to, we're marching to France. We're gonna march to 2008. The White House. We're gonna say Obama. This guy (laughs) is a rapist. Yeah, we haven't used the safe word yet. I know Bomb it was a long Paris. episode. Bomb <laughs> Paris right now. Send the drones over. You just man. <laughs> so on one occasion, he brings his skanky mistress, Madame Moselle Beauvaisin. Volsin. <laughs> that sounds like a cow. Yeah, yeah. that sounds like a cow, but Beauvaisin. Beauvaisin. So it's hot fox. Is what oh, her name okay. Is. Hot fox as opposed Madame to normal sized cow, which is big so, for a lady. So he brings fox. her back to his chateau, Lacoste, and he's like hanging out with her. And like all of a sudden, like his mother in law's like, dude, why are you bringing this mistress around? Like, this is weird. So she starts talking to LaSalle or Marquis de, Marquis de Sade's uncle, the drunk uncle Abbott. He's like, dude, your nephew is not right. He's like, fucked up. Can we return him? Yeah. We just now came to the conclusion. Jail is forgivable, but this one time I caught him, it's with my own fucking eyes. <laughs> so if you remember, sometimes. also, if you, he, for, he forgot to order me a, a, a soup at Panera. Fucking piece if, of shit. So, dude, throw him, are great. throw him down the well. Throw so him it, up the well. Push him up the well. Push him up the well till he likes it. So you remember our uh, his wife, Renee, yeah. she's kind of into the swinging and the orgies. But not like the sodomy and all that shit. Um, mm. But at this, at around this time when he brings this mistress home, Marquis de Sade starts having an affair with Renee's younger sister, Mary, who is very much into the libertine <sighs> movement. Mm. All right, okay, that's fucked up. Now, um, let's kind of give this a little perspective here. Anal, swinging, bondage, impact play. That shit's all gravy in the 21st century. Impact play? I've never heard that before. Is that just flogging? That's yeah. when you throw rocks at your partner. Hot. <laughs> yeah. Hot rocks. I'm going to do that later. Yeah. Mike, do but, it. You know, boulder. Drop it on our head. Yeah, give him a nice Indiana Jones. That's what they call it. When they have to run away from it. You're throwing it so much. But obviously, your room is not as long as that tunnel. Yeah. Fortunately. Right, but in the 18th century, uh, like I said, anal will get you burnt at the stake. So eventually wow. things are going to catch up for the Marquis de Sade. And they did on Easter Sunday, 1768. Ooh. Yeah. So I like this. Now, now, there's always two sides to a story here, right? I know we're entering, like, the second you say that, I'm entering the conservative realm where I'm going to be called the conservative. Where you're just supposed to blindly believe the woman. Okay, but, Travis, uh, you said you're into bondage, anal, getting pasted to the wall, carrots being pasted. inserted, all that shit, oh, right? Okay. Yeah. So does Ben Shapiro. So he I think we're in, he loves that stuff. So you're very much that. in line with the conservative narrative at the moment. Well, the problem, well, he's he doesn't understand a, a wet ass pussy because he sucks it out with a straw, all of the juice. He thinks that's a medical condition. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so there's always two sides to a story here. Now there's hard physical evidence that um, of this account that I'm going to tell um, 
that the victim was not telling the truth. And we know this because it was a police report and she was investigated. But I'm going to kind of tell the story through her eyes and kind of a mix of both. All right, so right. we're going to go... Right, yeah, right. A Travis Aud- account. Audience, pretend that Ben Shapiro's A-OK for two minutes. <laughs> no. All right, so I just squad here. Safe you word, squad. dog. And enter some weird territory. Squad. Sure. So, All right, great. Uh, you know what? I'm just going to stop listening, because this is going to be dumb. <laughs> Marquis oh. de Sade is strolling around gay Paris, rock hard, as he normally does, and he encounters a hot little Irish beggar named Rose Keller. She was recently widowed and on the streets. So Marquis is ironing up like, damn, dog, uh, you want to make some money? You want to have, uh, want to be all. part of my party de libertage? I've never seen anyone as pale as you. Would you like to come into my room and hide in my bedsheets? And I'll <laughs> spend hours finding you. So Rose is like, I'm not that type of lady, sir. And Marquis decides, all right, all right, well, do you want to be a maid at my petite maison? Now, Rose was a smart street woman. This was a street urchin lady, intelligent lady. Uh, so <laughs> she knew that a petite, what a petite maison was. She might have been Irish. She'd been living in the country for a while. She knew French. I heard a um, petite maison before. I don't trust that place. So well, she, I'll go work there. Yeah, she knew that a maid was not just there to squeegee off the splooge off of the windows. Mm-hmm. There were going to be some direct deposits into her bank account. <laughs> and into her vagina. Yeah. Yes. That's, Thank you that for breaking that metaphor. I did it. <laughs> so, but she agrees with Marquis de Sade, and she heads off to his new petite maison into the countryside just outside the city. So once inside, Marquis again locks the door. And tells uh, Rose to undress, or he would kill her and bury her in the garden out back. Wow. So, Rose undresses. You, that's how you would undress, right? You'd be like, I don't want to die. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Say that every time. Yeah. I jump into the shower. So, the Marquis de Sade then throws her on the daybed and ties her hands, feet, and waist to the bed. And Marquis daybed. de Sade then leaves the room and comes back with a sleeveless jerkin. And a birch rod. You explain yourself this instant. Yo, he comes back as like things? a leather daddy. Jerking. Comes back uh, as a leather daddy, dude. Like, mm. like he comes back looking like the old men that ride Harleys and think they look cool, but everyone's laughing at them. Right. Oh yeah, you look like a the, you look like a package village, of pre-sliced ham. The village people guy, mm-hmm. or the village village people, village men. So village he people, yeah, yeah. He then village pre- people guy. He then proceeds to cane her with the birch stick while jerking off. He beats Jeez. her. He beats her <sighs> about eight times uh, before taking out a knife and cutting her butt. And after uh. that, he pours hot beeswax into the incisions. And after that, oh. it's rape town. Wow. Rough. Yeah. Now, uh, Marquis de Sade releases her. Releases her from the uh, ropes, and then he leaves the room. And comes back with an elaborate dinner that he had cooked. Oh, good. That'll make it up. Sorry. Microwave bean burritos, my favorite. (laughs) Especially after getting raped. (laughs) So he comes back. He's like, oh, yeah, I'll let you go soon, like this evening. And she's like, oh, I'd really like if you release me before the evening so I can make it back to Paris so I don't have to sleep on the road. Very rational. Yes, but... 
Then Marquis, that yeah. Then Marquis leaves the room and locks her in and goes off to fuck another mistress in another room. With the sounds of slapping and moaning permeating the walls, Rose wow. makes her escape. She crafts a rope out of the mattress and uh, uses it to get out of out of the mattress out of the uh, sheets and uh, uses yeah, it to get out say. of the. She throws I, I, I could imagine her forearms must be that of Donkey Kong's. <laughs> To fucking ring a mattress into a rope. Can you imagine? I would like to think that ro- like mattresses back then were just old sailor rope in general. <laughs> yeah. Like you just crack open the uh, the lid and it's just like, great, 700 yards of rope. For those of you not privy to the visual feed, we have an honest-to-goodness spit take from Travis. <laughs> yeah. It's all over his shirt right now. Oh, I love it, dude. Travis, yeah. you're a mess. Keep going. Yeah. So Love she you. gets, she runs out of the window. She runs out of the window. She falls on the ground. She's good. But she's running <laughs> around half naked in the streets. Ow, my and ass. She, she, yeah. And then she runs up to one of Marquis Desaad's neighbors. And she, re, she she's like, are you all right? And then she takes her to the police. She reports what happens to the police that night. Okay. Oh, my God. Now, because this was a police investigation and a trial, eventually a trial, Rose's body was examined the next day. Um, Ooh, sounds Now, the whole thing about bad. her cutting her ass with a knife, the investigators just saw some light bruising, no lacerations. Huh. Um, and the hot wax that she mentioned that later, uh, that she mentioned was poured into said wounds. Marquis de Sade mentioned that this was an ointment used after whipping, which is something common with impla- impact play called it, aftercare. Yeah, it is. Great. Hmm. So, of course, Marquis de Sade's argument was that Rose consented to the bondage and sex, oh, and that no. Rose had run off after something went down. He was, like, blackmailing him. Uh, but the biggest charge against Marquis de Sade was not rape. It was the fact that he had committed blasphemy because it was Easter Sunday, <laughs> and he had also not paid Rose because she had run off before he could pay her. Well, that's oh, her no. fault. And what? also, Easter Sunday. Yeah. Sorry, man, that happened to land on a weekend. I was out partying. <laughs> I hate how Easter shows up on Sundays. It sounds like this yeah, right? Rose lady that. is trying to judge Kavanaugh, this guy. And that doesn't work that often. You need I'm sorry. Heavy dancy, which I'm is sorry, French. officer. Wow. I'm sorry, officer. I thought that it was uh, Super Bowl Sunday, not Easter Sunday. Forgive me. Who could tell the difference, man? It's mid-1700. <laughs> That's how he talks, probably. Yeah. So after Rose's escape, Marquis de Sade knew he was in trouble. She went screaming off down the road. He had seen her like yelling after her, right? So this was his second big case against him. So he decides, I'm going to run off. I'm going to go back to my wife in Lacoste. Oh. And, yeah. A couple days later, Renee, his wife. Fancy close. Renee appeared in France um, and finds Rose and was able to buy her silence for 2,400 liveries. Is that a lot? Uh, I guess so. Okay. I don't know what that is. That's French. Um, for coins. liver sandwiches. Coins. Don't yeah. they have francs? Uh, before the time. Yeah, before that. Before francs. Yeah. BF. So, um, uh, but Marquis de Sade's warrant for arrest still remained. Probably because at the time, Marquis de Sade's mother-in-law had had enough. She's like, I'm not going to defend this jerk off. Oh, 
nuts. What's up with mother-in-laws always having enough? I can't believe it. Treacherous. So if in France, you, I think I mentioned this, where if you're in France and the king wanted you in jail or someone wanted you in jail, they could pay for a letters, uh, letters de cash, which was basically a letter to the king, which would just mean you're thrown in jail for no reason. Like if I oh, didn't wow. like you, Tom, I'd be like, wow. hey, I'm going to write the king. I don't like you. You're going to jail. There's a reason that America is so prosperous in every field. Maybe, maybe we're a bit lacking in the Justice Department. <laughs> maybe we're a, l- a little bit lacking in our public servitude. But overall, I'm glad that Travis can't uh, rape me by proxy. <laughs> Same. Eventually, Marquis de Sade was captured and thrown in jail for six months, where at this point, after the six months, the his mother-in-law thought he had learned his lesson once again <laughs> and released him. He did not, of course, learn his lesson, and the debauchery continued. Wouldn't be an episode if he learned his lesson, right, Travis? Oh, of course. In 1771, probably due to to the loads of money he was spending on mistresses and his new petite maisons, he was arrested for debt uh, and detained for eight days. And then after his release, he's like, you know what? Plays aren't good enough. I've been doing these orgy plays. I want to start an orchestra. Except in this orchestra, there was no woodwinds or brass. It was skin, flutes, and ass. Really? I like that. (laughs) Mm. Any percussion, Travis? Oh, yeah. Rusty trombones? Yeah, a bunch of rusty trombones. (laughs) Imagine that. Watching 122-piece orchestra. With rusty trombones. Round Robin. Let's hear it. Let's hear it for the squeaks. This you guys know who was first chair of the orchestra? Uh, I'm going to guess. No. None other than Desad's, oh, Desad's wife's sister, Mary. Oh. Wife's sister? What's going yeah. on there? Wife's sister fucking. Right. Cue the uh, Brazzers music. Johnny Sins enters room. So, in wow. June of 1772, Marquis de Sade was back in his sexy town of Provence, where he and his valet, a guy named Latour, um, had gotten had got five sex workers um, for one of these infamous, blasphemous plays. Okay, five. So, the orgy began with Marquis... with the Marquis letting his valet, Latour, fuck Mariana Levertine. Uh, while Marquis whipped her and beat off. That's how it started. That's your, your, your opening to the beautiful orchestra. Well, jeez. So a lot, yeah, a lot of percussion. Yeah, a lot yeah. of percussion. I'm bored. Now, as we know, getting ass play back in the time, they required a little bit of explosion. Uh, required a little <laughs> bit of persuasion. I like explosion better. Explosion. Explosiate it to me. So, Marquis de Sade offered Mariana an aniseed bonbon. You don't know what bonbons are, little chocolate boys? Uh-huh. What's aniseed? That's that, like, star, you know, the licorice. Oh, oh anise seed. Yeah, aniseed. Okay. okay. Yeah. So, the, okay. one of those. Those are free. One of those. If you live near a farm. 
Yeah, it's a licorice bonbon. Who doesn't want that? That's delicious. It's good. You can put it in it. boiling water. It? It'll it clear up your voice. Black licorice? Who's taking red. one? Who's red taking licorice. one? Who wants a bonbon with licorice in it? Well, it's it tastes like just licorice. Because the red I don't is... like licorice. You don't like either. licorice? Cody, I'm sorry. You're fired from the orgy. You can never return, and I hope your cock is always flaccid. <laughs> Do I get severance? Uh... <laughs> You yes, the severance. I need to work that up. I need okay. a few minutes. Would you prefer it in your, in your bank account, a direct deposit, or in a condom? Uh, just pour wax down my birth canal. Well, it's all settled then. Here you are. There's right, your so, severance. So, Mike, so, you're not taking it. You don't like licorice. Uh, I don't like black licorice. I don't like the way it tastes. All right, my so dad Tom loves it. Tom and I are the two that are fucked in this situation because little did um, Mariana know uh, Lassad, or Marquis de Sade had uh, spiked the bourbon with Spanish fly. Wait, that's a real thing? Not just like a 7-Eleven purchase next to the Rhino 69? Yeah, I, did, I didn't know. I always thought it was Rhino 69 juice, right? Like Spanish fly is make-believe. But... Apparently, it, fly. it is real, and I'll it, tell you what it is. And it was also the drug of choice used by Bill Cosby. What the? F- it's real. Uh, what the fuck is it? Yeah, it makes you horny and stupid. I know, but what? What's the chemical uh, makeup? I'll tell you. So it comes from the wings of the blister beetle, a certain okay. beetle that's located in Spain. Thus, Spanish I fly. I would assume, okay, yeah. aka Spanish fly. So the poison itself is a cantharidid. Cantharidid. Um, and Spanish fly had actually been used for centuries, um, for its maddening aphrodisiac. It was used in Roman orgies as well as European nobility to get their dry old wife to fuck them because they're ugly nobles. Okay. So it's like frenzy Viagra. Yeah. So it's actually a poison. Um, sure. Yeah. Yeah. So. In small doses, Spanish fly will give you a warm, fuzzy feeling. Get that pussy super wet, that cock super hard, and by that I mean it will cause swelling in your genitalia. Okay, swelling wow. is good. Yeah, uh, it said they said that it could keep like a man erect for over uh, four hours. <laughs> you gotta time. call your doctor. Yeah, <clears throat> Tom's googling how to get it. Yeah, I'm, I'm just looking it up, because you said oh, Bill Cosby uh, was into it, so, yeah. like, Amazon. Amazon. my favorite comedians, you know, I, 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 always, I always like to reference, I don't, I'm not partaking, but my favorite comedians, I feel like this is something that, you know, you say Bill Cosby, love him, want him on a shirt, want, um, don't, Chris want him on a shirt, uh, Brian Callen, <laughs> want him on a shirt, um, whoa, whoa, on, what did Brian Callen do now? Uh, he's a raper. Unfortunately, unfortunately for you, if you go to 7-Eleven and you're like, should I get the Rhino 69 or the Spanish fly? The The one with Goku on the package. Yeah, the Goku 69, as Mike gets before. They make you last long. Yeah. (laughs) Super Saiyan long. Unfortunately for you, the FDA does not uh, allow Spanish fly, the real Spanish fly in the U.S. It's illegal um, because... It's a poison that rips up your insides while you're horny Ooh. as fuck. While your someone stom- else is ripping up your insides. Yeah, your stomach and intestines are actually getting a chemical peel. 
Obviously, uh, there's gastrointestinal problems, kidney failure, seizures, vomiting, and pissing blood, and of course, ooh. death if you take enough of it. Mm. So, doesn't sound like fun. Where's the problem? <laughs> but no worries, it's in the moment, right? Uh, say, Marquis de Sade, he only put a little bit in the bonbons, and now he's getting his anal action, right? Uh, With these drugged prostitutes. Uh, and this is his amazing. Valet. You know, th- this kind of this guy right here. Um, I'm glad you can relate to him. <laughs> I don't relate to this guy at all. Yeah, you do. That's how you started the damn episode. I'm just saying there's tons of bondage and whippage. The girls are having fun, partying, Tell whatever. Done goddamn episodes on genocidal maniacs. Yeah, you but I don't relate to them. Travis was like, let me tell you what I go to. Because that's my <laughs> Travis voice. And it's not <laughs> how he sounds. It's the character. I don't hear it. He all goes, right, so let me tell you what this guy did and why I'm into it. <laughs> the whole show and is then the episode starts, jackasses, and then it's about Tom. rape. I know, I know. So the problem with like sneaking Spanish fly into bonbons, right? That people like to eat a lot of. Yeah. Oh, uh-huh. so chocolate is that people are going to eat a lot of chocolates. So this girl Mariana eats a lot of these bonbons because she's a fat hoe, and. <laughs> The next huh? morning, she wait. The next morning, yeah, I like morning, how Travis is like, "Don't kink shame me," but this fat hoe ate too many bonbons. <laughs> the next morning, she's violently vom. I mean, no, no. I mean, no. Honestly, there's no consent here. He hit. He spiked bonbons, so that's fucked. But yeah, anyway, so the next up. morning, he he wakes up and she's vomiting bile and puking up intestinal and Ooh. stomach lining. Uh, there's oh another girl who also could not resist those chocolate goodness who was doing the same thing. The two of them went and got examined by a doctor, and he said they had been poisoned, so they went to the police. And Mariana was able to get immunity in regards to talking about the sodomy because Marquis de Sade already had a rep had a had a repertoire of rape, repertoire, <laughs> a repertoire, oh, repertoire. It's right there on the tip of our tongues. <laughs> I did it. The news got out to Marquis de Sade, and he was on the run once again. He's like, fuck this, I gotta bail out. He goes back to his chateau, Lacoste, mm-hmm. where himself, his, his valet, Latour, and his wife's sister, Mary, packed their bags and headed off to Sardinia. Before they had left... Mary signed a letter in her own blood, confessing her love to him. Very wow. gothy. That must well, was she peeped. was she on her period? Because it's it's gross. <laughs> if it's that time of the it's it's too easily gross. If it's that time of the month, if it's not the time of the month, that's epic and awesome. But yeah, Marquis Assad took the alias of the Count of Maison. Um, oh, Jeff Bezos. The the mean. The Count of uh, Corn. That's how that is a Native American. The Count of Corn. <laughs> Count of Corn. Meanwhile, back in Provence, where this you know whole poisoning thing went down, trials had begun for uh, Marquis de Sade and Latour. Rene headed off to help buy off the girls, which are easily bought off, but the charge for sodomy still stuck for both him and his valet. Because it's a sticky matter. If you it, catch my I mean, drift, the it's evidence a, is there. You just gotta smell the dick. Yeah, it's you, a stinky matter. Yeah, yeah. If you catch my midriff. I don't have anything bo- for you to catch at home, but I'm here because he's so smooth. I'm smooth. The, bo- 
I don't accept any sexes uh, being uh, uh, acceptable. Now, That's ask gross. me the question. Oh, hello. How'd he die? How do? Well, uh, Marquis de Sade and Latour were both found guilty. Oh. And Latour was sentenced to be hanged, and Marquis was sentenced to be beheaded. Oh. And that's exactly what happened. The problem was, was that the Marquis de Sade and Latour were not there. So a proxy execution happened where they made, they made models of the two of them, hanged one of them, and beheaded the other one. Wow. That doesn't count for anything. Well, right? to be fair, this is around the same time as uh, Benedict Arnold, uh, an episode that Travis will never hear. Dude, I don't want to hear well, it. But they did lies. the same thing with him because he was a traitor to the country. And then when you're a traitor of ass in a place like France, <laughs> they will hunt you down. And if not, they'll make a mock taxidermy of your fat face. <laughs> and that's how... Justice is proven. Come on. Can I get an amen? Amen, amen. brother. Amen. Thanks. So I, meanwhile, I Marquis de Sade, Mary, and Latour are fucking around in Sardinia. They're having orgies, yada, 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 yada. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Until the Sardinian police eventually figure out who he was. He's like, wait a minute. You're not <laughs> the Count of Maison. You're Marquis de Sade. <laughs> you had to count big and many here. What's going on? There not is here. no Maison. You're a liar. <laughs> You're not the Count of Corn. That's that big, gro- jolly green giant man. You're like one of those Oscars that doesn't get televised. No one cares about you. So he's locked up in Sardinia and awaiting extradition to France, but he was able to make his his escape one day. Ooh, slippery. And yeah, he even left behind a note saying, please deliver my items to my chateau, which were never delivered. (laughs) And when he sent Rene there, they're like, what items? The the, the bondage gear. (laughs) Yeah. Those are expensive ropes. They're pure hemp. (laughs) Ew. So I'm not sure why, but after he escaped in 1774, he headed back to France, to Lacoste, and there, yet again, another scandal unfolds, this time with a bunch of little girls that were, si- that, that were serving as maids. Oh, no. Now, I don't really want to get into this one. It's, the, the details are gross. Okay, so Travis, this raped. is where you fucked up, because you prefaced the whole thing with safe words and scraw halls and d halls and stuff like that and yes we can preload every single viewing of the movie cuties with that but it's you no. just failed to deliver that in the podcast so now Dude, our world is diminished to nothing but a bunch of liars like myself mike you and cody tom what up? i'm not getting into the deets on this one i'm sparing the scrawl you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna get some deets later that you're gonna be like, "Wow, he should have scrawled twice." Okay. So, okay. The purpose of a safe word is to avoid the false red flags, but you're dropping the safe words like all willy nilly all of a sudden. I'm all really right, intrigued right. how bad he was though. What do you like really do? He raped well, children. He raped children. How did that? He yeah. raped children. <laughs> Mike. Uh, he was actually he raped children, and then a, a, one of the girls' dads found out what was happening. And shot at him with a pistol. Unfortunately, this is uh, 1774, so the pistol missed. Yeah. Um, and we, then, uh, angry- Travis, I'm not trying to throw you under the bus here, but you said fortunately. 
I said unfortunately. Yeah. Did I? Oh, you said unfortunate. I heard. Sorry, I it might be a Skype breakup because I can't hear everything. <laughs> it's very. We get a very low res of what's happening. Unfortunately, I thought I heard fortunately. Yeah, Let's yeah, we that. both heard that. Okay, so anyway, Near we heard the, fortunately, but you are uh, officially oh. changing that. <laughs> you two are on the same Skype connection. Be mindful. Yes, of course. So it all adds up. Travis was <laughs> misunderstood. Unfo- unfortunately, the dad shot missed. An angry mob ensued, forcing Marquis de Sade to flee and his chateau ransacked of all its valuables. Great. Oh, a chateau's the best thing to ransack, by the way. If, if you're the ransacker, not the ransacky. Yeah. <laughs> and if you come out with Chateau Diane, then you've gotten the worst bunch of the chateau robbings. Because if you don't know what Chateau Diane is, it's 7-Eleven wine. It's good stuff. I call it, I call it car crash in a bottle. It, you could, in a pinch, you can actually use it for gasoline. Did really? you know that? Yeah, it's, Mike. It's for, oh, it's for it down. phony alcoholics who want to be diabetic ASAP. <laughs> Not like the listeners of this episode who are bona fide alcoholics. Bingus. Yeah. So at this point, uh, Marquis de Sade's mother-in-law is like, all right, I have a decache on this dude. Just a straight-up hit. Like, if you see Marquis de Sade, just shoot him. <laughs> oh, Cody just <laughs> All right, for the listeners Spit at home, take. let me tell you what we just experienced. Travis said some history, and then Cody <sighs> came out of his mouth. He <laughs> the side oh, it went everywhere. He Oral went to drink. Cum. He went to drink a standard Irish whiskey, and it turned him into the softest boy on the podcast. Congratulations, Cody! You're the softest boy on the podcast. Oh, it's yeah. all over my switch. <laughs> Can't hold his liquor. Continue. It's all over my switch. Oh no! Your Mario's is going to be drunk now. So she instructed the authorities of France to search his ransacked chateau. And in the back garden, they found human remains. Oh, what? God. Some human remains just right underneath the fucking tiger lilies, dude. Are you wow. real? Now, just to be clear, because I know there's a few listeners from Heavy Hole. It's not human remains, um, sickness as a hero, the LP. Yeah, it's- there wasn't an LP. Okay. Just making sure. Yeah. So eventually, when the Marquis de Spoiler, Marquis de Sade is caught, he explained that the human remains were brought to the chateau by a kinky mistress who liked to collect bones. And she had stolen these from, like, some, uh, what is they call ostuary. Uh, and once she left, he's like, fuck this bitch, and buried them in the backyard. Damn. Likely so, story. Cycle them. Right? Blame it on the weird goth girl that comes over your house one time. Always. So, uh, Marquis de Sade cuts out of France once again. He heads to Italy. There in Italy, he's very impressed by the Wax Museum and the big old tittied Venus de Mayo that they had. <laughs> de Mayo? De Mayo. All right. Um, although, f- for being a kinky boy <clears throat> and being like kind of open to all these weird things, guess what? Tommy can cancel him. Transphobic. Fuck him. He hated he hated transvestites. He said there were so many in Italy and it disgusted him. Why didn't he just take their clothing off? Because he's like, I don't even know. You're defiling men and women. Okay, canceled. I don't make the rules. 
So on the run in Italy, Marquis de Sade starts to become his philosopher that I mentioned at the very top of the episode. This guy is, in fact, a philosopher. Now, what I Travis, that intrigued me, Travis. Now, uh, I just just for um, timeline sake, how old is he now? What what year is it? What are we dealing with? Um, he is in his late twenties, early thirties. Yeah, uh, us. Th- this is another one of those top loaded. Like everything kind of happens. Honestly, this could be a very long episode. I'm truncated even more than you think I am. Wow. Yeah, because I'm tired and I want to go to bed. And I think that this is a form. This is a form of unconsented torture. <laughs> <laughs> You're entering Tom's ears without consent. Yeah. So I, I will take off these earphones one day. You might think, oh, okay. What does this boy invent? What philosophy is it? Sadism. Now that term was actually coined in the early 20th century. It was named after him. Wow. Um, but in his book, The Philosophy of the Boudoir, he he lays kind of this sexual proto-nihilism down that had not existed before. So, wait, 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 wait. Sorry. Sec- uh, philosophy of the Boudoir or whatever? Yeah. Does that just mean like the, the, the philosophy of the fucking place or something? Yeah, exactly. Wow. So, Boudoir. So this is kind of a, like a proto-nihilism before Nietzsche <laughs> and all this stuff. Um, and it's like a moral anarchy where anything goes. So the way he saw it was that there were no rules in nature and animals were free to rape, murder, poop anywhere they wanted. And Uh. humans were animals. So therefore they shouldn't obey the laws of nature, which are no rules. So what you're saying is that a man at the age of 30 something can poop anywhere came to the same exact conclusion that a a 14 year old american boy in the 20th 21st century would have yeah dude in call of duty Brilliant. i can sh- i can shoot a man in his peepee in yeah. call of duty yeah in well, minecraft got, came full circle i could do whatever i want i can listen to whatever uh, motionless and white song first comes to my ipod yeah. i can listen to everything that Spotify tells me to, and I don't care about what my parents are. I don't uh-huh. care about if I have to listen to WAP to be cool. I don't care if I don't want to listen to WAP to be cool. Wow, amazing. Great guy. You figured out that we shit. Yeah. It's dumb philosophy. Excuse me. I, I have been drinking. I'm sorry if no, that didn't make any sense. It, it is a dumb philosophy, but these books that Marquis de Sade wrote would become part of the study of philosophy. Philosophers... Or uh, I guess historian philosophers would look at this and be like, "This is a philosophy to the extreme." <laughs> Some of his later works would instantly be banned and hidden away over the centuries. But more on that shortly. So Marquis decides heads back. He at some point he's in Italy and he decides to return back to France, and where he he's like, "Let me go to Paris." And he's instantly arrested by a special investigator hired by his mother-in-law. Wow. Great. So lucky for Marquis de Sade, he wasn't instantly burned on the stake for wow. the sodomy charges. But as I said, the, his mother-in-law had a decash on him. So Lassade was locked up with no trial um, for an indefinite sentence. Damn. And although you would think Renee would be like, fuck this dude, she still advocated to her mother to release him. Well, she's an idiot. She seems to be the problem here. Yes. 
So his jail sentence ended up being 12 years at this point. A long um, time. Wow. Now, the Marquis de Sade was thrown into some of the worst prisons in France. I'm talking rats, mm. freezing, no light. Um, this wasn't the special noble treatment that, say, our past roast William Chester Minor got, where he's like, I have a hotel suite. <clears throat> it's like, no, this. this dude just, like, thrown into a fucking cell. Yeah, I mean, it kind of it kind of balances his life, though. This is the kind of guy who did so much pleasure on the outside. Yeah, that he needs a little bit of humbling. He needs to be thrown next to the boiler, and the boiler never needs to be on. He just <laughs> right. needs to be next to it. Yeah, right. So all this pleasure outside switched inside. So the one Ooh. thing he was allowed to do was write. He was given like a pen and paper and. Like, Hot. you can write. So s- this is where he would pen some of the most sick, fucked up books ever to be written in history. Ooh, the uh, Communist Manifesto? <laughs> yeah, mm. bro. Dude, Anarchist's gu- Anarchist Guide to Jerking Off at Pornhub. Because <laughs> we all need instructions for that. So these books were the trifecta. The first one, 21 Days of Sodom. Oh, whoa, hey, uh, this is Travis, future Travis here, coming to you. And I know, I know, uh, the name of the book is not 21 Days of Sodom. Uh, for any of you creeps out there, like myself, that actually own it, I have the Penguin Classics. It's got a nice butt on it with an upside-down crucifix. Really good for the shelf. But the name of the book is 120 Days of Sodom. I don't know why I messed it up, but, you know, numbers are hard. Sometimes we all have problems with numbers, and I want you to know you're not alone. There's only three digits of pi, um, and a phone number has 69 numbers in it. So, basically, I just wanted to make that clear. I hope you're getting sick to your stomach by Marquis de Sade right now. And Zwick, take it back to the show. Justine and then Juliet. Now, to give you some perspective on these books, there was a huge legal battle for these books to be published in France in the 1950s. Keep in mind, we're in the 1980s or in the 1780s right now. Okay. Especially 21 Days of Sodom. The court actually decided um, for the publishing of them to be banned for the safety of the public for the public. Wow. Uh, Justine and Juliet had some light publishing in the early 20th century, but 21 Days of Sodom remained a banned book uh, being published only underground. Think of it kind of as like the ring tape, right? Like this book is being passed around from person to person. It's my favorite Jim Carrey movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a copy yeah. would pop up here in Paris or in London or New York, but it was always hush hush. It wouldn't actually be published for the masses until the late 80s, early 90s um, in the mass market. So that's almost 200 years after the book had originally been written. Mm -hmm. And if he had written that in America, it would have been published instantly. Well, right. I was saying, like, people nowadays, I feel like, are kind of desensitized to violence. Not things like Saw and whatever. But reading this even pushes my line of, like, should I be reading this book? I'm not trying to, like, ooh, spooky you, but, like, (laughs) spooky. it's fucked up books, and we're going to hear a little bit about it 
in a bit. And also for you crime, uh, true crime junkies out there, mm. an underground copy of the book Justine, not 21 Days of Sodom, was found in the library of the 1966 Moore's Murders, who were it's those English serial killers that were... Yeah, that was, them two, yeah. Two, uh, that was a couple that murdered childrens. Yeah. Wow. So uh, in, yeah, in the in in England of all places, you think teas and crumpets, but yeah, then also right. murder does happen. A it's not just it? it's not just Wallace and Gromit. <laughs> okay, dude, mm. no Wallace and Gromit. That penguin has murdered and raped. Yeah, well, he's he's no. done more rape than murder because it's a body count that you're after. <laughs> but anyway, so they had seen this book, Justine, and the in the Moore's Murders Library. And they had mentioned it when they were interviewed after they were caught. Um, so just kind of like the video games of the 1990s were like, this made them do it. <laughs> uh, okay. This book was pu- the publication was pushed back even further because they were like, this book made them do it. Mm. So let's talk about the worst of the lot. Marquis de Sade's first Gorotica novel. Uh, 21 Days of Sodom. What the fuck was that word? Gorotica. Nice. So, at this point, Marquis de Sade had been transferred to none other than the Bastille. You guys know that one? The French Revolution? Not good stuff. So, he was transferred over to the Bastille, and he started writing this book, 21 Days of Sodom. I skimmed through it, uh, but here is a summary, and... Scroll! Scroll! Wow. Skip this shit if you're at work right now, because it's fucking gross. Turn it up if you have any integrity. Yeah. So the story is about four old aristocrats. One of them is the Duke, who poisoned his mother to inherit her wealth. The Bishop, who refuses to have vaginal sex, uh, but is into a bit of snuff. The President, who is covered in filth. He's so dirty that there's a... there's an inch thick of crust around his dick and anus. Whoa! And the and the banker who is effeminate and enjoys getting fucked in the ass. Okay. Yeah. So it's a it's a clue episode or a clue game. Yeah. Yeah. Who did who done it? it? All of them. It was the bishop with his cock in the mouth. So these four men are libertines. The person that uh, the the group that Marquis de Sade aspires to. So them and their wives and families go to a castle complete with a harem, mainly of underage boys and girls between the ages of 12 and 15. They lock themselves in this castle for five months. Note there are also kids younger than that in this harem, like five, just like children. So the book is laid out like procedural in like days of the month. So it's like the month starts and it talks about each day of this twisted uh, theme of these that these things these men indulge in. Mm. So in November, it's the month of simple passions. That means that it's things that do not involve penetration. So (laughs) things like yeah, things like bondage, whipping, jerking off in the faces of children, pissing. And of course, drinking piss. And of course, scatology. Of course. Eating poop. Eating poop. Of course. Yeah, all right. Tom. So Tom is going to have... He hasn't read this. Uh, Tom is going to read the gross, fucked up shit from all these months. 
Our man then gets up in a frenzy, his hard, rampant prick glued to his belly. Do as I did, he tells me. Do as I did. I just need some shit before I can give you cum. I promptly take his place and bend over. He kneels down as he said that he would, and I lay in his mouth an egg I've been keeping to this end for three days. As he received it, his cum lets fly, and he throws himself backward, roaring in please, but without swallowing or even keeping for a second the turn I had just deposited into his mouth. Shiza stuff. Weird. <laughs> yeah, so we're talking about fucking coming and shitting in mouths. Mike, how do you feel about that? You look great. Uh, the shit part is perplexing. But is it? Hey, to each their own, you know, that's what they say. You do look a little green, Mike. I had Taco Bell before. I feel a little sick, too. All right, yeah. That makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> Mike's yeah, the truth. Yeah, deposit his turn in a little bit. And if you want to experience, experience this, get a bean burrito from Taco Bell and don't oh eat it. Squeeze it into your mouth while jerking off. <laughs> yeah, that's the, that's the soft core version of that. Squeeze yeah. it out my ass later. So uh, December was the month of complex passions. Now, at this point, Assad was only able to write the first month of this book. The rest is laid out in notes for every following month that he kept pretty good notes of. Mm-hmm. Um, the complex pa- passions include sacrilege, vaginally raping female children, mm. incest, and flagellation. No, thank you. Good. So, no, Tom. kind of want to throw up. But so, Tom. Yes. I'm going to see if I can make you throw up by reading these quotes. Will I have to read this? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So here's one of the libertines in the tra- chapel of the castle. He has a naked whore straddled a large crucifix. He fucks her cunt from behind as she holds this pose that Jesus Christ's head rubs against the whore's clitoris. Clitorists. Yeah, you see me fumble <laughs> That's there. That's weird spelling. Every man fumbles at the clitorist, okay? He then has a young boy shit on the altar, and he eats it while the boy sucks him off. Ah! Yeah, Fucking Jerry Springer episode. Yeah. All right, so we're talking sacrilege, Tom. We're getting worse. Everyone, more time. Might want to make you puke. Okay, so well, just to be fair, I'll keep reading these. I will, but just throwing it out there. Um, if Jesus Christ wasn't into that picture, still be pretty bad. Still yeah. be pretty bad. You know, having a young boy shit on the altar. Let's say it wasn't an altar. Let's say it was the counter of Burger King. And then he yeah. eats it. <laughs> eats oh. it. Ah! This so, January. Yeah. What did you say, Mike? No, I just said, oh, it was gross. He just gave a gross. Ugh. Yeah. Because Mike's a human. I'm like, Mike disapproves this of guy. this <laughs> child rapist. Come on, I want to read okay. more of this. Let's go. I'm in character. So January was the month of criminal passion. What? This is everything short of murder. It includes sodomy of girls and boys, cutting off of fingers, cannibalism of said fingers, and burning victims alive. So this is the Duke and a 14-year-old girl. And Tom, give me your best. I'll read it the best I can. Because Tom's the only literate one on this podcast, believe it or not. He forces her with a pistol to her throat to chew and swallow a lump of burning coal. The syringes aquaphorus into her cunt 
He punches her violently on the nose until she bleeds, and he carries on even through, even though she is covered in blood. He comes and mixes his cum with the blood she is losing. This is even poorly written. How is this a philosopher? I feel like I'm going to end up on some kind of FBI watch list, not yeah. because of the deviancy here, but just because of the grammatical errors. They're yeah. going to be like, you pay attention to these four fuckers. They're not spelling clitoris right. Yeah. these. Well, this is the French, you know. Is the this, translation is, this, from is, French. this is the French. Everything. This is Marquis de Sade. It's also very similar to Joe Biden's diary. Well, let's well, continue. Well. <laughs> So this chapter is really fucked up. There's some super saw-like shit where a mother and a daughter are tied together and have to hack their limbs off all while the bishop is ass-fucking them. What? That's just another thing. So February is the month of murderous passions. Oh, good. I'm glad we have these. In yes. between, like, National Taco Day and fucking Teacher's Day for the 86th time in a year. Are we going to read all these, or will we stop around Easter? What is going on? This is the last month, Tom. Don't worry. Okay, thanks, because I don't have that much in me. So, you know... Uh, you, you know, Tom's mostly hollow. It's the, you know, the uh, like, the thing that everyone says, oh, my... Like, every guy says, oh, my dick is so big that when I get hard... I pass it out is. because it's yeah. just, I'm getting the opposite. All the blood is leaving my cock and <laughs> turning into an aneurysm. <laughs> so the month of murderous fa passions is all out insane. People being burnt alive, families being burnt at the stake, killing newborn babies in front of their mothers and disembowelment. Ew. This is one of the kind of more tame quotes. Uh, Sade gets very elaborate in these deaths, but this is the Duke again uh, talking about one of his victims, uh, Tommy Tomas. Okay, I get to read this now. Okay? It's my privilege. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> he used to enjoy fucking mouths and very young arse. He improves on this by ripping at the heart of a girl while she is still. What the fuck is that word? Alive. Alive. <laughs> oh, Sorry. thanks. Wasn't this was copy-pasted? While she is still alive. E ripping at the girl... <laughs> ripping at the heart of a girl while she's still alive. He makes a hole in it and fucks his... Fucks this nice warm hole. Then he puts the heart back with his cum inside. Aww. Her wound Ooh. is sewn up. Okay. Thanks, Chris Barnes. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, and, uh, all right. That was Chris Barnes, death metal joke. Here's one that you can all get. Thanks, Chris Christie. I get what you like to do on the weekend, you sick, fat fuck. <laughs> right. So this is the last month. The, 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 the final month was not written in the notes. But as you can tell, it's really gross. There's fucking infants being fucked, and Ugh. it's gross. Yeah. Gross. So I hate this episode. Marquis, Marquis de Sade is writing this in the Bastille in 1785. And what do we know that's happening at the Bastille in 1785? Is it burning? The revolution, dog. Uh-oh. Get it done. Right outside, lar large crowds are gathering around the Bastille, and Marquis de Sade, from his small window, starts instigating the crowd, saying that the guards are slitting their throats. He's like, yo! Wow. 
I'm not writing disgusting porn in here. They're slitting our throats. Right. It makes sense. <laughs> hmm. So, interestingly enough, you think of that about the Bastille as this big moment in French history, and I mean, it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they stormed this big castle. But at this point, it had largely been abandoned. There was only seven prisoners in the Bastille. And a bunch of sawdust. Yeah. Um, but the rev- revolutionaries wanted to storm it just because it was a looming structure of oppression. So after the Marquis had yelled, "There's the guards are cutting our throats, he was removed and transferred to another prison. But this had incited the crowds, and 11 days later, they stormed the Bastille, starting the French wow. Revolution. Wow, wow, wow. Amazing what you could do when you're on the side of a rapist. <laughs> and French. Mm. Interestingly enough, before Marquis de Sade was transferred to his new prison, he hid this scroll of 21 Days of Sodom behind a painting he was allowed in his cell. Now, some dude found it just before the storming, and he ha- he held on to it. He's like, I don't know, this is fucking sick. I'm going to jerk off to it later because I'm fucked. Oh, I love this shit. I'm in the Bastille. What? I'm, I'm going to, yeah. I what have a no French morals. concept. What a French fucking concept to have paintings in cells. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah so right? this this manuscript script was traded hands a bunch of times. It was first published in 1905 by a Berlin psychiatrist. Ooh. Before it was quickly banned instantly. But the manufa- the manuscript was last sold by a Swiss collector for 7 million euros in 2004. Whoa, um, money. whoa, whoa, whoa. It, it was then again auctioned off in 2017 when French authorities seized it and declared this filth a national treasure so it could yeah, not be baby. sold again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what you're trying to tell me is that Trump has been trying to take down the French people all of this course. time. Trump people and Epstein. To get his hands on t- the original 21 Days of Sod so he can use it as a cum rag. Right. Well, he's trying to protect everyone, and uh, he, he's doing a great job. He really is. I haven't been harmed one bit. <laughs> so after the French Revolution, he's finally released in 1790. Now he's an old man, and he's also ex-aristocracy, which at the time was terrible because French patriots were lopping off the heads of aristocracy with the guillotine. Yeah, French. So this was a tricky time for uh, Marquis de Sade. Uh, his wife, Renee, had left him at this point, at some point during his time in jail. So he found himself another young mistress to look after his particular needs. He tried writing more plays, but nobody would buy them because he was a noble. They're like, we don't want to listen to rich people complain. Yeah, we, I don't we, either. That's why I don't revolution. Listen. We need poor people. Yeah, that's why I don't listen to... Uh, What's his name? Stephen Colbert. He's a rich person complaining. Yeah, I mean, there's a huge list because most of entertainment is that. (laughs) Not this podcast. Every time Gary Vaynerchuk tells you to keep your chin up, don't you want to take a shit on Gary Vaynerchuk? (laughs) A little bit. So ex-nobles did have a place in post-revolutionary France. Guys like Robespierre, who we can do a whole story about another day. Um, but Marquis de Sade did not like Robespierre, and Robespierre did not like Marquis de Sade. 
Um, interestingly enough, one of the things about Robespierre is he loved corporal punishment. He loved the guillotine, and Marquis de Sade was against corporal punishment, which is interesting because he writes about killing people all the time. Robespierre sounds like a routine that synchronized swimmers do, where they ejaculate <laughs> at the same time. Uh, Travis, my friend, uh, you're saying corporal punishment. Are you meaning to say capital punishment? Yes, capital punishment. Okay. <laughs> corporal yeah. punishment is a swift spank on your patootie. Uh, yeah, uh, see, I get my Capital punishment is capital. a fucking guillotine yeah. slicing yeah. off your fucking seed, too. Desaad is only about corporal punishment. Yeah. He wants capital. to walk into a, a pizza hut and get corporal punishment. <laughs> <laughs> you want extra garlic on that? Bend over, corporal. You, you savage piece of shit. <laughs> I'm going to beat the fucking garlic out of you. Oh, no. My knots. At this point, Marquis de Sade uh, disavowed the writing of his book, Justine. He thought that 21 Days of Sodom had burnt with a Bastille. He little did he know that it was saved. But he disavowed Marquis de Sade, or um, he disavowed Justine, and then he rewrote it, a censored version of it. Mm. Um, he was also able to secure a position as a judge... Which is like, you've got a serial rapist, but uh, whatever, it's a new France. We're going to elect this rapist as a judge. So open-minded. Mm-hmm. Um, until the revolutionaries noticed that one of his sons, uh, along with a bunch of other expat nobles, were forming like an alliance outside of France to take back France. So Marquis de Sade is like, no, 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 I don't give a shit about my son. I never cared about him. Don't worry about it. Like, that's not me. Oh. It's not. My son's an asshole. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Yeah. But they ended up locking him up yet again. This was also a power play from Robespierre because Robespierre, another reason why he didn't like Marquis de Sade was that Marquis de Sade was an atheist and he often joked about the fact that the Virgin Mary could never have been immaculately conceived. She was just a whore. And she probably and Robes- wasn't good in bed either. Mm, yeah, and yeah. Robespierre didn't like that. So he's locked up. He's sentenced to be guillotined. Um, but lucky for Marquis de Sade, he has a courtside seat to the guillotine. He's watching people's heads lop off every day. Oh, good. Um, but lucky for him, Robespierre's head would hit the bucket before he did. So he was released shortly after. Ooh. Now, Marquis de Sade released another version of Justine. Even uh, he kind of pulled back the censorship of the book. And now it was complete with pornographic images from the scenes in Justine. Awesome. Napoleon read the book and said it was the most vile, ill-conceived book he had ever written and threw Marquis de Sade back into jail. Imagine if you could do that. Imagine, <laughs> imagine if you could watch a movie. Like, imagine yeah. if I could throw Ryan Murphy, the guy who who wrote all the American Horror Story and his new release, Ratchet, the worst thing I've ever watched. Throw if him I in could, jail. If I could throw that guy in jail, or at least get a petition going that was legally recognized by the government, not one of these yeah. fake petitions that yeah, people yeah. pass around. Fuck. Put yeah, him in so jail. Napole- Put Ryan Napoleon- Murphy in jail. Yeah, Napoleon's like, fuck this dude. He wrote fucking America- France's horror story. I'm going to throw him in jail. Right. 
Sure. Good. So once in jail, Marquis decided to start seducing young boy prisoners, to which they were like, uh, let's just put this guy in the asylum finally. He's fucking insane. Yeah, right. Sure. He's- well, he's a rapist. So, he's a pro-raper. He's Tony Hawk pro-rapist. Tony Hawk pro-rapist. Yeah. yeah. Now and I'm not now, calling Tony Hawk a pro-raper. No, the phonetics no. work well. But yeah. yeah, Tony Hawk is on his own. He's got a family. So, so when you're in the uh, asylum, there's a little bit more liberties that you're given. You're allowed to go into the town as long as you have people hanging out yeah. with you. Oh, good. Um, so in 1807... This dude who has gout, he's partially blind from being in a dark cell for Mm. about 20 years. He wasn't going to stop his libertine movement. He got himself a 12-year-old mistress named Madeline. He's at the ripe old age of 70. But the sickest part about this was that the girl's mother approved of it. (laughs) She's like, yeah, you can fuck this 70-year-old ex-noble. She signed the permission slip. Gross. <laughs> mm-hmm. No. In uh, 18... Sorry, Tom, what? No, I was just grunting with... Uh, disgust. I wouldn't call it disappointment or disgust. Disgust? It's more of like disbelief. Like, what is happening? Some kind of diss. When did we... Yeah, it is a diss. You're right. You're right, Cody. Uh, I can't figure out the disc, but it's a true grunt. Continue, Travis. I'm sorry to cut you off. I didn't know. So, disgruntled. So in 1814, at the age of 74, he was still horn dogging it up with his now eight, with his now 17 year old Madeline, shaving her pubes and some light whipping here and there. Those are some of his favorite activities. Okay, we're adults, Travis. Please don't talk about that. Now, give me uh, the question, dog. <laughs> Mike, Mike, do it. Mike, you have been passing out for the last I'm half so hour. I'm so sorry. Uh, I don't mean, it's late. All right. It's late over here on the East Coast, okay? Travis, you owe Mike an apology. Cody, go no, back sorry, to bed. I'm sorry, Travis. Rude of me. Um, Mike, take a huge old huff of glue and ask Travis <laughs> what he wants to know. How does this guy get fucking killed or die? Dude, this guy does not get killed or meet any ruin for all of his raping. Oh, really? He unfortunately was complaining of some chest uh, congestion. (laughs) And on December 2nd of uh, 1814, he just died. He didn't get up. He got stuffy and then died. Wow! Well, he deserves to be dead. He's a fucking piece of shit, fucking human. Uh, Dude, Mike, 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 do you know how many good people are He's a French philosopher. His works are national treasures in France. Yeah, but he fucks kids. He's a fucking asshole. He didn't just fuck kids. He beat them and then fucked them. You know what that means, right? He was a regular Walt Disney. (laughs) Oh, no. Cody, this episode is not over. I have a little bit of... I have a little bit of postmortem. I know it's a fucking long show, but... In his will, he instructed his body not to be opened, like cut open. And <laughs> he doesn't want to be penetrated. He's like, no, dude, I talk about flaying people in my books, but don't flay me. Well, uh, to his defense, there was probably some file irons in there that he had inserted in his younger days, <laughs> and he'd prefer not to be discovered. Right, so he's like, don't cut me open, and I don't want to be buried with a coffin. I just want to rot away under some trees. That was not followed. He huh. was given a coffin. His son 
found all of his works. A lot of them were unpublished and burnt them. So the what I'm talking about, these like trinity of gross books that he wrote, that might have only been the iceberg, or the tip oh, of the wow. iceberg. Um, Amazing. Gross. But a few decades later, a phrenologist, one of our favorite <laughs> boys on the show, Skull Ooh. Boys. Cody, you want to refresh us on what a phrenologist is? Phrenology is the guy who claims to be a doctor, goes and feels all the lumpies on your head, and tells you um, what you should masturbate to. Right, so a phrenologist dug up Marquis de Sade's grave, removed his skull, and studied it. Mm -hmm. Now, Mm -hmm. the irony of this completely legitimate science, probably up there with Reiki and um, (laughs) acupuncture, those didn't involve well. No, but this is like a legit le- Cody. This is a legit science. Science Fine. right now. So phrenology, they determined that Marquis de Sade's skull reflected a fierce religious faith and resembled all aspects of a father of the church. Well, you can't argue with Ooh. that. Science yeah, nope. will bring you home every time. To the truth and nothing else. And that is Marquis de Sade. I'm so glad that you guys stuck around because it was got gross. A little bit. Squaw. Well, look, he's he's into child rape, stuff like that. He really should have been involved with the church because I hear that there's a healthy community amongst the Catholic religion. You got a 401k. And maybe that's just where he needed to be. This is what happens, folks, when you ignore your religion, okay? So we're all going to take a step back, we're going to get into our religions, and we're not going to rape children, unless we're in the Catholic Church. Uh, and then... It's okay. I, that's why I'm Jewish. All right. I don't... Everyone put their hands in the middle right now and just be like, don't rape kids! Well, yeah, yeah no, I don't, I don't want to rape, rape kids. kids. I'm just saying I'm putting my religious in BDSM, dog. Okay, that's your religion, where they also Fine. happen to rape kids. But um, <laughs> it's fine. It's a it's a tale from yesteryear. Thank you Dude, for doing priest all, rape kids. Yeah. All joking aside, um, he sounds like a class act bastard. So thank you for bringing him in. Mm-hmm. I didn't really know much about him. I knew he was depraved. Neither. That's all I really knew yes. about him. Well, now when somebody is like, "What does BDSM mean?" You'd be like, "Well, uh, the S stands for sadism, and that's this guy." It is the least click, least click tab on my Pornhub account. Same. I do not touch that. Yeah, dude, my cookies are full, dude. You only have cookies. You're basically cookies. <laughs> you're basically. you're you like cookies too much. I'm like cookies. Oscar the Grouch. I'm a cookie trash. You got two of the Sesame Street characters conflated there, Mikey. What do you think? About him? No, I'm asking about Travis. We know Mark Desaad is a bad man. (laughs) What do you think about Travis? BDSM? Yeah, do you think he's bad? Do you think he likes too many cookies? I mean... There's only one right answer. To each their own, that's what I say. No, no, look, boys and girls. It's It's all about consent, dog. It's all about consent. That's all I gotta say, consent. Do you ask the consent of the chips ahoy? Do you ask the consent? Well, I... uh, yeah, I guess. Dude, the Keebler elf consented. The Keebler elf consented me to stick my dick in that cookie, which to is use good. as I, lubricants. Travis, I'm happy for you. Oh, what are those cookies right now? Fuck, those things are so good. Mike's All passing right. out. Chocolate one. The cookies Travis sticked his dick into, Mike. If if you found yourself hard at any point during this episode, 
Call 1-800-TRAVIS-LEGION with two E's on Instagram. Or jump off a bridge. My name is Tom. No. Uh, Let's sign out. Minus the kids stuff. Okay. (laughs) Let's sign out the episode before we get into more trouble. (laughs) And canceled. Yeah. All right, thanks so much for listening to Roast Mortem yeah. episode of Marquis de Sade, uh, a, wow. a, a real uh, global man. You're uh, a trooper. A real so rapist. If you want to hear more stories like this, go to our Patreon, patreon.com slash roastmortemcast. Yeah. You know what you'll get there? You'll get the opportunity to give us money. Yo, <laughs> if you want to get all of it, go to roastmortemcast.com, dog. Right, oh, we have yeah. a website now. Look at that. Yeah. Mike, what's what's your um, what's your favorite website? RedTube. RedTube. Okay, great. Mine is Roast Mortem. Why Cast. do you like that? It's because it's the worst one. I think I'm gonna add a tab on RoastMortemCast.com to links, and it's just gonna be like Pornhub or RedTube. Oh, mine's Tube. Bing. I think. Yeah, yeah. Dude, I get like Mike's 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 Choice or something. <laughs> right. Bing, Bing is there for you, Mike. What have I always told Bing. you? Being your older cousin. <laughs> okay. Thanks Mozilla for listening, Fire everyone. Fox, too. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Bye. 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 Thank you. Consent is king. Consent. 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 We're starting the show now. Hello, welcome to Roast Mortem. <laughs> Woo! It's yeah! a show. It's the number one search result on Bing. It doesn't matter what you search <laughs> for. You will find yourself looking down the tube of one of our dickholes. My name is Tom. Hmm. I'm searching for fresh asparagus. Roast Mortem. Yeah. <laughs> that trapped. smells the same. It smells the same as urethra. I will be your Cody for this evening. <laughs> yeah, I'm Mike. I'm learning how to talk into a microphone. <laughs> oh, boogers came on. You have any napkins? In Did here? you just get a booger all over this oh, microphone? Oh, oh my god! Oh, that's an re twenty. Oh, those are expensive. It's. I don't have any tissues down here. I just cleaned uh, this place. Are up. you to a break? All right, we're taking. We're starting the show over. Mike- <laughs> no, we're not. We're waiting for Mike to get a fucking <laughs> tissue while Zwick, we say how our weeks Zwick, are going. I'm, I'm making the. Sh- I'm calling the shot. We're starting the show over again. I ca- I need momentum. Well, He's I'm, got I'm calling the administrative shot. This is getting tucked in the ass of the episode. That's fine. And so he's just stuck hanging out with his mom in this ho- conde, hotel conde. <clears throat> his father was... <clears throat> so his father... Uh, I don't know what I wrote here. Zwick, leave all that in. <laughs> no, Zwick, cut it out. Don't listen to him. <laughs> okay. Remember whose Venmo you deal with. Remember whose dick pics you're going to get. Oh. <laughs> that is a... All right. You've upped me. You've upped me. That's, that's something that Dick is... Uh, Dick, Zwick is in the market for.